Another week, another talking dirty. Oh, 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 oh! This week we have for you. Uh, it's the start of one of the best times of the year of sports, where we have the NHL Stanley Cup going, as well as the NBA Finals. So we have our good friend Stalter on today to discuss with us the uh, Stanley Cup Finals and tell us his predictions. Then we take it over to the NFL, where we talk pizza. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. And then we go over to the NBA where we discuss the uh, finals. We'll be watching it live during the pod. And the uh, trade season beginning in the NBA. See, si, senor. Then we take it over to another top five for our top five status franchises and our top five candy. Then we wrap it all up with some pop culture where we discuss the new TV episodes for Kenobi, Miss Marvel, and the boys. And your jams of the week. With that, Ryan, take it away. Right, before we get into it, koozies for sale, seven dollars a piece. Great for the summer. Um, Matt, you're a you're a koozie owner. I love koozies, but how, not as much as you. How what's the talking? What's the how? Where's the talking dirty koozie in rotation? Number one. Talking dirty. It depends which one. The OG one. It's like number one. Mm, okay. The talking dirty one. It's like number two. Nice. All right. All right. So you that. can get a top two koozie. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is DM us and pay us seven dollars. I was say seventy dollars. Soon, oh, it's become a collectible. Soon, <laughs> when we get verified. Um, but also, this episode is brought to you by Kent Brothers Painting. Um, guy, you had a nice house. Kent Brothers Painting came in. They, they did you upright, and then Stalter came in, stripped, destroyed your entire yeah, house. You, you broke everything. Yeah. I so need, if you, I need a new paint job. Yeah. So yeah, if you need a new paint job to fix everything <laughs> Stalter just did. Um, all you have to do is give Kent's Brothers Painting a call, 412-784-1577. Uh, you can call them, leave your free quote, and yeah, once again, that number is 412-784-1577. With that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. Not doing bad, not doing bad. Yeah. Um. Ah, uh, fuck. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, we're having a great discussion. We're having a great discussion off the pod, and then I was trying to recreate it, and I just don't know. Well, it all started when we were trying to get verified. Yeah, but it started something before that. I forget. See, this is why we got recorded. No, Stalter was saying how he asked if we were verified on Twitter, or like, can podcast gets verified on Instagram? Okay, yeah, Twitter. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. well, I'll just, I'll just let our good friend Stalter go into the conversation a little bit here. Um, All right. So, so how are we going to get verified on Insta and Twitter, uh, Stalter? Uh, I mean, there's this girl that's friends with my sister. Yeah, yeah. And she. Works for Instagram. <laughs> nice. So what? Well, so, like, no up. promises yeah. that you could get verified. That you have to be verified. Like, That'd be so funny for like a, if you could verify the Dare J Sports account. It has two hundred followers. That'd be so funny to see a two hundred follower yeah. verified account. It'd be hilarious. We'd probably get so many followers because of it. It'd be the epitome of talking dirty. Great. I think as soon as you get that check mark verification thing, like things people, happen. Yeah, yours, your account yeah, is yeah. thrown front and center. People just hold the door open for you. Yeah, dude, we get so many. We we that that break us into the biggest pocket. We look, move over, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan. Yeah, we just get calls all the time. That'd be so sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you got you can't let our dreams die like this. Salter. Speaking of that though, kind of 
kind of on the same thing as this. I saw the other day, um, there's the city paper for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh city paper does the best of every single year for Pittsburgh, different categories. And there's a best Pittsburgh podcast yeah. and Grimm wrote in talking dirty. Nice. So, nice. so if you go and find it, go to the city paper Pittsburgh and go to like the best of voting. Wow. I forget which category it's under. <laughs> But there's a category for best podcast under the one of the things that might be under people. Mm. And if you everyone just keeps writing and talking dirty, we'll at least be put on the ballot, which might be that'd be so funny. That'd be great. <laughs> What's the website? I, I forget. I mean, I think it's just, it's called City Papers, like the name of the newspaper. Uh, I thought it was like Pittsburgh Post Gazette. No, there's that, but no, but I'm saying it's another uh, it's like brand of newspaper. Post Gazette. Yeah, it's, just, it's I think it's just like a, more of a magazine nowadays. Okay. But yeah. Our time. I, here, I can send you the link. City, the city paper? Yeah. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're like little handouts. That, uh, yeah. Like yeah, it's about city yeah, paper. On the website right now looking for this voting. It's the only time I condone Yeah, voting. so here, I have the exact URL. I condone, condone voting every day of my life. Um, it's citypaper.secondstreetapp.com. Go on and write in Talking Dirty for the best podcast. That'd be so funny. Oh, no. I thought you found it. All right. No, I couldn't find it. I sent it to you. Um, and then, what else do I have for you? I got oh, we, hockey news. Well, we're not there yet, Matt. So I'm getting <laughs> far, far ahead. Uh, guy, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. Um, so, kind of like going back to this whole sunburn thing, dude. I was peeling so bad this week. Uh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I told you. I that sunburn. Yeah. Oh, I peeled so bad. Yeah. Like, but now, was, you, now you look bronze, probably. Yeah, so now and I got a slight hint of bronze on me, so, like, it's I'm at the good stage. Now. You still keep doing that, dude. It was hell. It was, like, you ever see those commercials for shampoo where it's, like, dandruff? And, like, yeah. somebody scratches their head and it, like, all flakes yeah. will fall off? That was my, like, arms. Damn. <laughs> Damn, that's But anyways, rough. yeah, we're in the golden years now. I'm cooking. And now, now all you do is just look hot. Yeah, 24 With your bronze, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. Your hair gonna be a mess, and you'll just look oh, actually bronze now. Yeah, that guy. That guy's hair is a mess, but like his oh, damn, he's, he's got some great bronze on his arms. Right yeah, now. honestly, just being tan is just a hack. I bet his house is a piece of shit. He should hey, call Ken's brother's painting. Wow, <laughs> but that's a perfect for everyone out there. If you're ugly, just keep going tanning. Or call Ken's brother's painting. Or they, they could paint you bronze. <laughs> they could, yeah, they could. Work or at least, out. at least if you're free quote, how much it costs. Or at least like. Burnt sienna or copper color or something. Yeah, you'd be, you gotta be careful. <laughs> Certain shade too dark and it's very problematic. So, mm-hmm. um, all, right. all right. So uh, let's kick it off. So we're gonna lead off with a little bit of uh, miscellaneous sports here. Miscellaneous sports. What do you got for us? That's that's <laughs> we should we need to add that. Um, all right. So before we pass to the Salter for hockey news, don't get all your don't get all excited. Got two things, uh, uh, two I uh, want two baseball things and one golf thing. Just first golf, uh, U.S. Open is to it just started today. Um, actually, I'm gonna check the leaderboard. I'll see who's winning after day one. I had some other stuff pulled up. I forgot to pull that up. All right, the USA leaderboard, right? USA Open leaderboard right now is a Canadians on top. We have to change that. Um, what's his name? Hadwin, Adam Hadwin. I never heard of him in my life, but we have a, we have a Canadian up top, dude. The top. Four are all non-Americans. That's messed up. Um, I don't know. I thought you were going to say all Canadians. I'm going to be like, dude, what did they put in their maple syrup up there? That'd be crazy. No, it's a Canadian, <laughs> two Irish, and a Finnish guy. Finnish? 
Yeah, I think Finland. Th- yeah, that's Finnish. Finland. Yeah, uh, Swedish. Sorry, he's Swedish. Uh, okay, I was just looking. Um, but yeah, none of them are really big names ever. Rory and he's in, he's tied for second. So I, I fuck with Rory. I'm cool with that. Yeah, but yeah, the U.S. Open is this week. Um, I think going into it, Rory had the best odds of winning, plus one thousand, which was the best odds. It's pretty good for a, a major tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now he's tied for second, so that's pretty good. I think he's only a stroke back. Yeah, he's only one stroke back after day one, so that's pretty cool. I almost bet on him too, and I didn't. I'm an idiot. But regardless of that, uh, U.S. Open is one of the few things I actually watch each year, so that's pretty cool. Um, then my second thing is MLB. Two big MLB headlines. One, the Pirates were getting no hit, and in the top of the ninth, I think maybe one out, okay. we broke we broke the Cardinals no hitter. Nice. So that's sad because fuck the Cardinals. <laughs> we lost nine to one, but fuck the Cardinals. We didn't get no hitter. And then the other thing is actually something that never happened in MLB history, which is crazy whenever something like this happens because. Think about how long we've had the MLB. This never happened before. Yeah. Um, two pitchers on the Astros pitch an immaculate inning in one game. So an immaculate inning, for people who don't know, it's uh, three strikes, three strikes, three strikes. So it's you pitch nine pitches. Okay. That's it. If, if, if you pitch more than nine pitches, it's not an immaculate inning anymore. Okay. But yeah. that's, so it's very rare to happen. never really happens. And the Astros got two of them in one game. Two different pitchers, and the crazier thing on top of all of that. So one was in the second by Luis Gar- uh, Garcia, then the other is in the seventh for Phil Mat- Matten. But what's even crazier about two immaculate innings in the same game mm-hmm. is it was against the same three batters. Oh. So the same three batters went one, two, three, one, Dude, two, three, one, two, three. You gotta like tell them like, hey, like don't swing. Like yeah, like relax. Just let one go. Maybe we'll get a ball and not get immaculate Just inning again. But yeah, so it's it was uh, Astros versus Rangers, and the Rangers batters were Nathaniel Lowe's, Brad Miller, and Esquil Duran. Um, they, that's that's insane. So not only is the first time ever happened two immaculate innings for one in one game for the same team, but now it's also like the same three guys were the three batters for all three. All yeah, that's six tough. of bats. That's, tough that's crazy. <laughs> that's just nuts. So I had to note that. Um, but that's all I got for mis- miscellaneous sports. Right. Well, uh, let's kick it over <laughs> to the NHL then. Um, so since we were last on the air, the Lightning were still in their series with the Rangers. The Lightning ended up winning that series, I think, in what, seven games did it get to? No, six, right? Six? Matt. Okay. It was six. All right, six, six games. So we had the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, the Lightning versus the Avalanche. Uh, game one was yesterday, mm-hmm. and the Avalanche won in uh, overtime. So the Avalanche are up one nothing on the series right now, and uh, Stalter, our regional hockey expert, decided to come on board today to discuss the NHL because we really don't know what we're talking about with the NHL most times. If it's yeah. not the Penguins, it's like a bus. But yeah, Stalter, why don't you enlighten us on this series? What your predictions are, right. et cetera, et cetera. Well, before I say anything about the series itself, I had my predictions down before this started, and I have the Avalanche beating the Lightning with. 35 goals scored in the finals. Ooh, That's going to be high scoring. I think the way last night went, it's looking good for the Avs. They got the OT win. But the Lightning came alive in that second period. Mm. What like, was the final score of that it game? It was 4-3. to three. Okay, okay. And it was 3-1. Three, to one? Three to one. Yeah, it most was, dangerous lead in hockey. Yeah, 3-1 leads. They're blowing all the time in the playoffs. Mm. Now, is that a... Uh, is that like a record for the Stanley Cup Finals? 35 goals, you said? No, it's okay. just like 
high. Just high. Yeah. High. Okay. Did you bet? Did you bet on anything with that? No. <laughs> Cause I, there's definitely a prop bet before it started. How over under goals in the series? Oh. It probably was. You you probably could have. Too late now though. There's yeah. already seven. I'm predicting like five, seven goal games. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Darcy Kemper. Uh, he looked a little rough in the second period for the Abs, mm-hmm. but I still think he he got that win. The Abs need to build his confidence with him coming off injury, and that was a good way to do it with the OT winner. Pretty yeah. short into the period. Absolutely. Give that goalie the break. Good shit. Um, yeah. So, uh, who do you think the MVP <laughs> of the uh, finals is going to be? Uh, the MVP of the finals? Yeah. Con Smythe. Con Smythe. That's the award. I couldn't think of it. Yeah, Con Smythe, that's for all playoffs. Yeah. I, oh, I think is. the Avs are going to win, so I'm going to go with, like, Nathan McKinnon, the safe bet, but also Kale McCarr. I was going to say Whitney, Ryan Whitney was on part of my take saying Kale McCarr. Yeah. If, if they win, it's, it's, he's going to get it. Yeah, I was I was thinking Kale McCarr mm-hmm. or McKinnon, but, like, McCarr's probably the favorite right now. Mm-hmm. He's insane. Yeah. he's He, like, leads the play so well. He pushes up, mm-hmm. like, breakouts so well. He's just an all-around great defenseman, and he's only, like, 22. Absolutely. Now, flip it. If the Lightning win, who do you think has played, did the best playoffs for them? Right now, Stamkos. Really? Yeah. He has, That's sweet, actually. Also, Vasilevsky. you got to yeah. give the goalie credit. Yeah. And he's been stellar in these playoffs so far. Had a couple hiccups last night. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I could see him winning Con Smythe at the Lightning win. Yeah, I think I heard a stat somewhere, maybe right on Twitter. Something like, didn't Vasilevsky not let up a goal in, like, or like a certain amount of goals in the last couple of years in, like, closeout games or something like that? He only let up, like, five goals. Yeah. Or something crazy like that in three all, years like, worth of the playoff series. Games or, like, 2-0 or, yeah. 2-1. Yeah, or, or shutouts. all wins. Yeah, like, every closeout game opportunity for the Lightning in the last three years, Vasilevsky had, like, only allowed, like, a crazy, like, low number of goals. So, John, what should we do think he's going to play a factor? And like obviously, the, I think oh, the, I think the Avalanche. I think they're both very talented. They the Avalanche definitely are, but like, uh, isn't the Avalanche goalie not like their, he, their he main? He's from Arizona in the off season, and he's not their main. Yeah, it doesn't say he's like not their saying. number. They're not their number one, but he's playing good right now. Is the other guy hurt? Uh, Pavel Francois. Yeah, I don't want to say his name. That's why I yeah. call him the other guy. He uh, he won last series, and he swept the Oilers basically with Kemper going down in game uh, one. Yeah, so he was playing good. It was kind of like I turned the game on. Like halfway through the first last night, and I was shocked to see Kemper in that because mm-hmm. Francois was playing his ass off. Mm-hmm. So that's so yeah. Do you think the uncertainty with the goalies on the Avalanche could be the downfall for them? Because Lightning, you know, they got their guys to steady in there. Uh, it's kind of a little dr- uh, not drama, but like back and forth between which goalie for the Avs. I don't think there should be goalie drama for the Avs because Kemper has started all year, but like. Mm-hmm. If they split time in the series, I wouldn't be shocked, and I still see them winning in like six games. Okay, nice. All right, I'm all for the Avalanche this series. Oh yeah, same. Yeah, fuck the Lightning. Where if the Lightning win three in a row, where do you put them all time? Do you put them like pretty high up there as one of the best, best, best teams? Best dynasty in the 2000s. Wow. I mean, no teams ever won three, and no team ever won two before the Pens, and now, yeah, now the Lightning have opportunity to go three. Yeah. I'd say like. Pens are second, 
but, Chicago third oh, for dynasties. Because the back-to-back is kind of tougher than three times in five years. Yeah, but we're in all like, 2000s. We also have this back-to-back going and then one winning one in 09. True. With the same three core guys, so you can kind of consider that they're that part of the dynasty. Yeah, I but in the same yeah, core guys, like, yeah, yeah, yeah you said two thousands, yeah, but the early days too. Yeah, but oh, I was gonna say about the lightning. Now, do you do you think that there should be factored in how they got bubble, bubble and short season titles? And yeah, what's your stance on what's your stance on the yeah and the, and the, and the, and the uh, in the loophole with the Kucherov? Yeah, I, I just think do they have to play into where, how good they are? Like, all time? Like, when you look at them compared to other teams all the time? No, I don't, like, take the shortened season into consideration mm. as much because, like, you go out there and play hockey every day. Yeah. And, and we've had short seasons before. There's been, like, shortened seasons before. Yeah. So. But. about the, the bubble? The long-term IR, though. Like, the long-term IR is stupid, too. They, they should change that rule to NHL. But, like, as long as it's in place, you might as well use it. Yeah, Basically. no, I get that. Because yeah. you're compared to the other teams that won, they kind of it's kind of cheap. They... And then the bubble, I I think that's just neutral ice. And there's no yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I only said that just because that's funny with the. Uh, I mean, people always make that argument, and I hate the lightning stuff and using that argument. But yeah, I, as as a guy who had the Heat make the finals in their bubble, my biggest defense for the bubble was that's literally just pure talent basketball versus pure talent basketball. So I'm sure it's Sam Rocky. Yeah, like there's no outside game. factors yeah. at all. It's just you going out there and playing when you're in the bubble. There's no travel time. There's no travel time. There's no home ice advantage. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. literally my skill versus your skill. Your wife's not in the crowd. Yeah. Well, they had their family in the crowd, didn't they? Uh, maybe like later. Yeah, I think hey, both hockey. Gonna... I think Angel and uh, NBA both allowed the players let their family come in after a certain round. Okay. I think after the first round. Yeah, I remember that for the NBA. For both. I felt I feel like, too, the NHL might have been more strict because of the Canadian. Because they were in Canada, yeah. Yeah, can, yeah Canada's. Uh, Canada. Canada. Because all the Canadians. The um, do you think Would you say America has hijacked the cup? No. And held it hostage? No, it's just... What's the last time a, a, a Canadian team won? 29 years ago. Yeah. Yes. So we we got so we got our hijacked. We got it stole the cup. The cup is great. And it's not bad that we're American. We should American. yeah we yeah we stole the cup. We should, we should uh, put an American flag. That's what I'm saying. We've hijacked it. We're like, hey Canada, that's a cool sport. Can we join? And then we just take their cup for almost thirty years. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's evil. So many if Canadian I was Canadian, players. I'd hate us too. What? So many Canadian players. That like the cup still goes to Canada. Uh, you, yeah, but on the on the cup on the cup it literally says Tampa Bay, yeah, <laughs> Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Colorado, all American places. True. Yeah, I, I we we hijacked. I love it. Um, but abs in six and okay, that's like all the hockey news I got for you guys tonight. All right, now I want to. Do you have your predictions before the season? Predictions preseason. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you you were on for the playoffs, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, so we already did that. Right, did we push in our bet? Yeah, it was a push. Okay. Uh, now, now, but when you did come on and talk playoffs before, you made your predictions then. Was it correct? Yeah, how'd you look on those picks? I'm pulling up my bracket right in front <laughs> of me. Uh, let's see. I was high on the wild. 
they lost to St. Louis in six in the first round. Mm-hmm. Dallas, they did they win? Yeah. Or no, they lost they to lost. Calgary. They gave Calgary a seven, three, which like worried me going into the next series, and I was like. I'm not betting against Calgary anymore because I didn't have them in my preseason. Mm-hmm. But I, if I could have changed my picks after round one, I would have picked Edmonton. Mm-hmm. That's who I was leaning toward. And then I was like, you know, Calgary, Calgary's got that heat right now. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had Calgary, and that's the only team I missed in my final four. Oh, so you got Tampa and New so York. So I had my Stanley Cup finals, correct. And I you see only, the Rangers, too? I only missed, like, three three series. You had the Rangers too? Yeah. Over the Pens. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you said on the pod you'd bet. I did, but that was probably just so, I think I think like, you said that so we didn't get mad at you. Yeah. It was so like before playoffs when seating wasn't even set really. You know? It was like two what? days before the playoff the regular season ended. Yeah, but we knew the Rangers were gonna play the Pens pretty much. It could have been Washington at the time. But you did both scenarios yeah. and you said the Pens were gonna win. I said Pens were gonna win if Jerry played. And he didn't until game seven. I think you shouldn't lie to us anymore. <laughs> I, I, I think I think you shouldn't um, just tell us what we want to hear. The deception's killing me. All right. Because I put a lot of money on the Pens to win because you said the Pens were going to beat the Rangers. Oh. I put, see, I put, I put like 200 it. bucks on the Pens. Now you're affecting its oh. financials. Well, I have the notes. I can but, but, meanwhile, but meanwhile, you're saying you had the Rangers the whole time. Are you working for Big Vegas? Are you trying to steal my money? No. Yeah, that's evil, man. Are you trying to steal my money like the Americans stole the cup? I had my pens blinders on. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're probably wearing a pen shirt underneath that that awful blue jacket shirt, too. <laughs> no, I have no shirt on under this. I'll take it off. Prove it. Oh, shit. Thank God this, this podcast isn't recorded. Well, it's recorded, just not video. <laughs> And nah, I'm not recording. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're just talking. We're just having a good We're just shooting the shit. Hey, we're just pals here. Oh, shit. Actually, I'm not. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I go, oh, my God. Wait, are you plugged in? Yeah. I'm just, okay. I'm just Bro, kidding. So, from my angle, this screen is blocking your plug-in on the aux. So, I thought you actually... <laughs> Weren't plugged in for like half a second there. Dude, you were, you were about to start calling me. I was like, dude, we went through like three things right there. Like three seconds. You were about to start calling me words if we didn't want to record it. Man, it's not the worst stuff said. I'm just kidding. Um, that, that's, that was good. I, I has a good point, Ryan. You got me. Another point, Ryan. Put it on the whiteboard. Um, do you have any other closing remarks about hockey? Uh, go abs, go. Nice. I agree. I agree. I mean, we're all, I'm a big Avs. Uh, I'm big on the Avs. Big on their wagon this season. Yeah. Right. I feel like I've been I've been I've been predicting them to win the Stanley Cup the last like three years. When we talked hockey. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Last I was like, year you did. Uh, last year I definitely did. I yeah. feel like I did the year before too. I said, dude, I don't know the Avs. Just look out for the Avs. <laughs> I love it. And it finally came true. Yeah, it's finally coming true. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's take Hopefully, it. Hopefully, knock on wood. Let's take it over to the NFL. Yeah, Matt. Obviously, if you want to chime in, you can. Yeah. Yeah. So you, know, um, you know ball. Third mic, third mic. Yeah. All right, but in the NFL, so Commanders owner Dan Snyder declined to appear at a congressional hearing for the team's investigations into the workplace misconduct. Bold strategy, Cotton. Very bold. Very bold. Don't show up to your own hearing. Very bold. That's that. That's a winning. <laughs> that's a winning success. How can they? How can they get? How can I get in trouble if I'm not there? How can they find me or make me sell my team if I'm not there? <laughs> 
You just can't do that. <laughs> um, apparently, Roger Goodell is going to be testifying virtually, so he, he's done. He's oh, got yeah. done. Oh, he's he's got to tell the team. Uh, I think I think that's what's going to happen. Then, also related to the team, Commanders coach Ron Rivera said the team will not be trading wide receiver Terry McLaurin, stating that a deal will get done. Lurs, <laughs> you love Lurs. you love to assume the Lurs are going to get Lurs. 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 <laughs> yeah, Matt would, well, Matt would love that. He's a big, but, uh, scary but Terry guy. Jets. Jets would be nice. Jets, Jets would, that'd be perfect for the Jets. That'd be perfect for the Jets. They have money where they can pay him, and he will be the number one receiver easily. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson might actually look good if he has, has some decent exactly. player, too. Exactly. And he already drafted well with running back, so... I... And you got some linemen, I think, this draft, too. Yeah. That'd be really good. Now, are the Jets, like, competent enough to actually do it, though? Hell no. Oh, no. Yeah, so that'd be that'd be the like the answer to all their problems. Mm-hmm. Not all their problems, but that would definitely help like fast forward the process for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Ravens are looking to design their offense to maximize Lamar Jackson, not feed their wide receivers. So essentially, the same thing they've been doing for the past like three years. Yeah, <laughs> that like that oh, that that's them just like giving up on trying to make something happen. Yeah, and we're like, no, this is our plan now. Lamar's got to be fed up with this franchise by this point. Like, I feel like if this season, if they don't go make a deep playoff run, possibly even like Super Bowl run, I feel like he's like gonna demand a trade. He has to. He has to. Um, and then also apparently the Ravens are hosting Jason Pierre-Paul on a free agent visit. So that's that J- sucks. JPP. Yeah. Yeah, that could be uh, that could be a pain in the butt if he goes there. The the, the line would be Clay Campbell, him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is there someone else good? I forget who. Yeah, somebody else too. But um, and then the Steelers and safety Minka Fitzpatrick agreed to a four year extension worth more than seventy three point six million dollars. Yes, sir. That makes him the highest paid safety. Mm-hmm. Beating Jamal Adams is lame ass. The best yeah. bum ass. I mean, I think it's a lot of money. It's like eighteen a year. But I think. he is he is one of the better safeties in the NFL. Probably one of the best. I'm very happy. And I also don't um, know a lot of Steeler fans who aren't happy with this move. I, I don't I'm not ha- I'm not ha- I'm I'm happy but I'm not like thrilled about it. Because he gave him too much, you think? maybe. I, I just I don't think any safety's worth this kind of money. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I think he's a game changer. Definitely in our defense. True. True. And I think we definitely didn't want to see him go, so you kind of had to do something. As long as we pay him more up front, and then we don't have to worry about paying him later. So we can yeah, I, I want to see the structure of the deal, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it says, eight, I think I saw $18 million a year, but that could be just be what it averages out to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to know what it actually is going to be paid, because if it's like a John Wall type contract, that'd be awful. Yeah. Like, where exactly. they, they pay him, like, nothing the next two years. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the next, like, the rest, the other three years, it's, like, hell. Yeah. It's, like, we give him, like, he's yeah, our only person yeah. on payroll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hopefully that's not the case. Because we want him long-term to pair up on that defense to keep that defense relevant, especially when we're going through, like, some changes on offense, so that when our offense is ready to go in a couple of years, we need our defense to still be there. So, mm-hmm. hopefully he does pan out. And then former defensive back Richard Sherman is joining the Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football coverage team. He also said he left, he's leaving his door open for an NFL return. Lars. <laughs> I read that. Lars. No. Dude, Lars. Dude, he was supposed to sign with the Lars. Yeah, he was supposed to. For the box, and then he did it. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't think it happened. I'm out I, on him. I just kind of wanted to do the running theme there. Lars? <laughs> I mean, that'd be sweet. I'd take him, because he probably gave really, like, veteran minimum. Oh, he's so nice. And have us, like, depth of the quarter position. Like, he probably wouldn't start at corner, but he'd be all, like, he'd be good to have mm-hmm. in case we need him. Um, I think he'd be good with uh, broadcasting, though. 
Yeah, I think he, he's, he's well spoken. I, I was saying, you know, it'd be hilarious, and Amazon Prime should just do this. Give Michael Crabtree yeah. on the other end of it, and just have them like chirp at each other, like yeah, sure. just like, like very sporadically throughout the broadcast, like throwing in petty jabs to each other. Yeah, I believe we chucking. Shaq is Shaq and Shaq when they play each other like they there's one time they fist fought <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. Shaq like threw a ball at his head Charles had and they started fist fighting like those two did not like each other uh, and now it's like as you can see it and they're, they're friends now but you can still see how they like mm, joke with each other yeah. that would be sweet if they did a kick a Crabtree and Sherman yeah, yeah you gonna, how you gonna put me with a reporter like Michael Crabtree the sorry <laughs> ass reporter like Michael Crabtree nah I think that'd be um, an electric no, panel I, but I do, I do like Sharon as a, as a broadcaster. I think he's he's very well-spoken, and he's kind of smart. He knows the game. Not kind of. He yeah, is he, went, he went to one of those, like, uh, I think it was Stanford. Stores. Either Stanford or, yeah, I think it was yeah, Stanford. Yeah, Stanford. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie, check. Matt, check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Stanford, which is not Ivy League, but it's basically Ivy League. Mm-hmm. And then the Raiders ended up signing, uh, re-signing wide receiver Hunter Renfro to a two-year, $32 million extension. Awful. I mean. They paid him way too much money. Probably, but like having him as the number two, yeah, that's but, not bad. yeah, Stanford. Um, no, yeah, but like when you have you just got Devonte Adams, yeah, and then you also have like Waller, yeah, who's like a tight end, but he's a clear number two over Renfro. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking like Renfro's just a guy that gets lost in the shuffle in the background. Like you can replace that guy with so many different people. You can, you can, but I think he's better than a lot of like the other people you would yeah. probably end up replacing him with. Yeah, and having him as number two, man, I think I think he's gonna go off. So is it two years from this year? So he has three more years on this contract, or is it two uh, more on this one, then two more? I think on? it's two more, including next year. Okay. So next year and the and year two following. More. Oh, okay. And so then he's, he's a free agent. Okay. That's uh, what I, that's what I think they mean by that. Yeah, because it just goes back to how do people have so much money? Like, or I guess it's, they just brought Devonte Adam, gave him a big deal. They signed Derek Carr for a big deal. And now they're throwing a lot of money at Renfro. I just don't. Well, actually, it's an extension, so it's probably whatever his contract was previously. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Yeah, is this his it's last year's contract? I don't know. I don't know. Because I think a lot of times they get this extensions. Would have been it's the last year's contract. That's what I mean. A lot of times when they do get extensions in the offseason, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Usually, you have like you're on your last year. All right, all right. Um, and lastly. Little Caesars comes in and beats out the big dogs, Pizza Hut, as, <laughs> as the official pizza sponsor of the NFL. So we're going to be seeing that little uh, pizza, pizza. little Greek Roman guy on you the mean, You mean screen. Caesar? Yeah, yeah. Was he? Was he Roman? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You're going to be hearing that pizza, pizza the Roman all effort. the time, yeah. Pizza, pizza. And this and this draw is brought to you by Pizza Pizza, <laughs> Little Caesars. I feel like this five dollar hot and ready pizza. This is a cool move though. It's a very weird sponsor, but I like it. I I don't like Pizza Hut. I like Little Caesars not because the quality of food, but the availability of the food. Yeah, that's true. The best abilities, Matt. The best ability is availability. Yes, sir. That's yeah. what Little Caesars is. Little Caesars, you can you can always you have five bucks to your name. Yeah, go get a hot and ready pizza. Bucket. Yeah, anytime you're down on your mm-hmm. like monetary funds, just you know, hit up Little Caesars. Oh, dude, I did all the time. I'll treat you right. I did all the time, and, and the little cheesers right near uh, Firehouse Subs and shit near Main Moon. Oh yeah, down J Town. Yeah, I would, I would I would hit that all the time. Yeah, if we, if we were just broke and hungry, we'd just swing by Little Caesars. But yeah, that's all I have for NFL. Um, I see one more you didn't say. Oh, yeah, I did not say that one. Sauce. 
Uh, Jets rookie Sauce Gardner paid their uh, corner, other cornerback, DJ Reed, 50K for his number one jersey. Yeah, that's crazy. So Sauce Gardner's going to maintain his number one in the NFL. That's sweet. Do you like that? I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm liking this guy every time I hear about him. But, but yeah, if you're a guy named Sauce Gardner and you're yeah. like all about the swag, he had the giant hot sauce bottle on his mm-hmm. neck and it dimed out on draft night. Like, if you're that guy, you have to pay for your own. But number. he's got to be big right off the jump. Like, rookie, defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, he's got to be up there for defensive rookie of the year. Top one three or, one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else is a bust. Mm-hmm. With the kind of, like, uh, ambiance he's bringing right now to the team. Yeah. But I, I like the attitude, the enthusiasm. I think it's what the Jets need. It's this kind of positive energy, positive vibes. But yeah. Mm. That's all I got for NFL, though. All right. Matt, do you have anything you want to add to NFL? Here we go. Steelers. Here we go. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. Wow. All right, let's take it over to the NBA. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, NBA Finals is almost in the books. We are currently about to, the game six is going to start here in an hour. Um, I hate how it starts at 9 p.m. Yeah, that's some weak shit, dude. Yeah, that, that's good. terrible. Like, I get it. You know, West Coast, you, know, you got to incorporate them and give them what they need. But if you have the game at 8, over there it's going to be 6 o'clock when the game starts. Yeah, right now be, it's 5. You're going to be home from work then. Oh, it's her 5. Right now it's 5 in California. <sighs> okay, yeah. I get that. Yeah, I kind of got to get that. Before we continue, I had to, start, I had to say But I, I think that it'd be kind of, it's only, I feel like it's never been this late. I feel like when it's not a far west team, yeah. like like Golden State, then they make more accommodations to like eight PM and shit. Yeah, that's true. But like since your entire family That's base, true, you're literally that's how you're gonna get the Raiders. You're literally Boston's on the Atlantic coast and Golden State's on the Pacific coast. Yeah. They're literally the exact opposites. Mm. That makes sense then. Cause like whenever it's heat Spurs, it wasn't probably that late because the Spurs aren't all the way in the they're like the Midwest time zone. Exactly. You can do it. No, they're probably in the mountain time zone, but still, that's that's 8 o'clock and 6 o'clock there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you go 8.30 at 6.30, it's fine. Yeah, not too detrimental. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of crazy. Though. I don't even think about it that way. But, all right. Um, NBA Finals. Let's do a little recap since we last spoke. Um, the series was 2-1 Boston. And now is 3-2 Golden State. Let's they won go. the last two games. Let's go. Um, Love it. Steph had a killer game four, dropping 43 points. And uh, in Boston, helping the Warriors win 107-97. to Steph has a bum foot right now, but he's still trucking through it. Uh, I think in game, that's game four, he went off with the hurt foot. He mm-hmm. heard us for yeah, game three. Points, yeah. um, he went off with the hurt foot. Then the next game, game four, he went 0 for 9 from three. And that's like the worst like shooting performance he had in a while. Um, but they still won that game because Andrew Wiggins dropped 26 and had 13 rebounds. Mm-hmm. And Clay Thompson even had a, uh, a, a decent showing. I think he scored in the 20s. Yeah, he's kind of been like, he's kind of been good but not great this whole series. Mm-hmm. Like, never really any, like, terrible games, but not any, like, amazing games. Not anything, not like old Clay Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's definitely been, like, a solid, like, role player mm-hmm. in the team. Yeah. Um... Now, one thing that people were like complaining about a lot. There's two things. A lot of Boston fans are complaining about. One, yeah, there was. I don't know if you saw the video of like the part of the game where Draymond Green was like chirping at Jason Tatum all the way to the bench. 
<laughs> people were like, why did, why did he not get a tech? And I saw someone else point out, because Jason Tatum was also chirping. So it'd be okay. a double tech of anything. Yeah. And then the other one that Boston people were complaining about was Klay uh, Thompson, like, was driving, then they did, like, a, a bring it back to shoot a three on Marcus Smart, and Marcus Smart went flying, and Klay Thompson's hand was on Marcus Smart, so it looked like he pushed him off, mm-hmm. um, and he's, all Boston's like, crying for a no-call, but if you actually watch that in, like, real speed, it's, like, a very obvious flop by Marcus Smart that the ref just said, like, nah. Yeah, there, nah. there's been a lot of flops this series, too. Yeah, you like, people are like, dude, look at, look at Marcus, look at Marcus Smart go flying. Yeah. And, like, if you actually watch that video, there's no way... A grown man can go that far back off of what Clay Thompson, the amount of energy Clay Thompson looked like he exerted. Yeah. Like his arm was on him, then he came back. Like he didn't like throw him off. Maybe there's a little bit of separation, but Marcus Smart literally went flying like 15 feet in the air. Yeah. <laughs> like he's the biggest like flopper in the world. Did you see the flop on Jordan Poole? Oh, yeah. That was a bad one. Man. Yeah, he, he flops all the time. <laughs> the only person who can take the title from biggest flopper in the world is Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's the uh, He's like. What Marcus Smart is like grew up and watched. He's like, dude, I want to do this. I want to be like. I want to be like Kyle Lowry. That's like him right now. He's the next generation Kyle Lowry. Which each generation, you could. I've always made the argument: the next generation is always more talented than the generation before them. Um, so, Marcus Marcus Smart, the best flopper of all time. That's a good debate. It's like is Jordan James, LeBron better than Jordan? It's like the same kind of debate. I hear you, but Marcus Smart came before Kyle Lowry. So, what do you mean? Like in terms of tenure in the NBA. No, Kyle Lowry was older than him. Really? Yeah. I thought Marcus Smart was, like, old. He, he's not young, but he, Kyle Lowry is, like, 37. I always think Kyle Lowry is so much younger than he is. Kyle Lowry is 36. He got drafted in 06. Okay. And Marcus Smart got drafted in, like, 2011 or something like that. Let me see. Really? Marcus Smart, he got drafted in 2014. He's 28. Jesus. He was 10 years younger than him. Dude, he looks, like, 10 years older than him. Yeah, he has all the acne <laughs> scarring and stuff. And then yeah. Kyle Lowry's yeah. a baby face. But no, yeah. That's hilarious, though. Yeah, I know. Marcus Smart's a spring chicken compared right, right. He's not even 30 yet. So Marcus Smart is the biggest flopper of all time. Right? Yeah, so whenever... <laughs> see here. In 06, that means Marcus Smart was born in 94. Is that, is, how old are you? When were you born? Uh, 93? Yeah. But you're like the 93, 94. So he would have been... He would have been your classmate, Marcus Smart. Ugh. So where, what grade Ugh. were you in in sixth grade? Oh, no, no, six, I mean. Sixth grade. You're, you're on. Were you in sixth grade in six? Yeah. Oh, so Marcus Smart was in sixth grade whenever Kyle Lowry got drafted. <laughs> so you could theoretically yeah. say, by, Kyle, by the time Kyle Lowry was peak flopping, that was when Marcus Smart was playing in high school and college. <laughs> and he was like, I want to And he was like, dude, I want to be him. Like, like you go to the gym, like, three hours after practice, and Marcus Smart's still there, like, flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> like, wearing Kyle Lowry Raptors jersey. He's like, cones on the court. Yeah. And, like, as he bumps into him, he, like, falls down, collapses. Yeah. And then there's another coach, like, blowing whistles, like, now get up and complain. <laughs> You're playing harder. Yeah. All right. That's a funny little tangent. Um, two more things about not really about the performances of the games. Um, just go, finish, just wrap that up. Um, the Celtics—they have just kind of been playing themselves. Obviously, last game when Steph sucked, they should have won easily, but they just had too many points off of turnovers, which was a problem. In game two, like they just keep turning the ball over. I think it could be they're just kind of fatigued. Yeah, they had two back-to-back seven-game series, so like they could just be near the end of the road for them. 
Um, I hear that, yeah. Like, like, I think they they overall are a better team, but I still think the Warriors are going to win because the Celtics are just tired. That's probably the nicest thing I'll ever say about the Celtics. They're a really good team. They're just no, tired. They are. They are. They're, they're just tired. That's why they're going to lose the series. I think on paper they should have won the series like by now. Yeah. Or or they should be in the position to close it out tonight. But yeah, the thing is, Steph's just like balling out even with his injury. Yeah. And I, I, I think down the road we're going to look back and we're going to be like this team, this Celtics team was like a superstar away from greatness. Well, I see. I kind of see it as like a uh, the Pens in 08. I could see him winning next year, or the year after, like soon. Depends on LeBron. <laughs> J- yeah, but Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum will win a title as a Celtic. Okay, I'm at least giving him one. At least, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I don't think it's me this year. Yeah, he but I think he's at least going to win once. I, I think Jalen Brown is on his way out of the Celtics. I mean, I don't think he wants to be, but I feel like. I'll give him another year or two. Situationally, I think it's going to be a like, year or two. I mean, I'm not, not like this offseason. We're going to have to choose somebody to pay a lot of money, and they're going to go with Tatum. I mean, I think they both paid. I think they just paid both of them. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay. Well. I a decent bet. I think Jason Tatum more, but. Right. No, I just think I just think they will. I think whenever Jalen Brown. They, Jason Tatum's a lifer. Jalen Brown's not a lifer. And I think if he's not a lifer, it's going to be not because of money situation or anything like that. It's just because, all right, we tried it. It didn't work. Now we got to start rebuilding. Yeah. So we're going to trade away Jalen Brown, try to get a couple young pieces and some picks, and then try to rebuild again. All right. I think that's what's going to happen, which could be a couple years if you don't play right. Um, like, Jalen Brown will be the piece to trade to bring to try to shake things up a bit. And that's what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Not even maybe rebuild. Maybe the bar. Like, the bar. Maybe we could trade Jalen Brown yeah. for like a piece that might work better, Jason Tatum, and, and we also get a pick, and we yeah. can use that and leverage something else. Mm-hmm. That he's like gonna be like the biggest. Like if they try to switch things up, he's gonna be the biggest bargaining chip. Mm-hmm. Um, two things about the series that aren't like game, basically game uh, performance. One, did you see the fake Clay Thompson get kicked out of the game? Yeah, like there's that, that guy's on the internet always yeah. has a fake take Clay, Clay I mean, Thompson that's in his videos. His fame, but like, well, but he was he was popular before that. People knew who he was. I, I still think they should just like, I don't know, because this is at Warriors games, right? Uh, this is at Warriors game. Yeah, so like, I, just let him do his thing. All right, yeah. So for those who didn't see it, um, there's a guy on the internet. He makes videos all the time. He's like a Twitter personality, I believe. Um, he looks just like Clay Thompson. Like, I guess the great value Clay Thompson. Yeah, so, just like a little bit heftier. Yeah. So he always puts on a full Clay Thompson, like, Warriors uniform and does videos and shit. <laughs> so this time he paid $10,000 to get a courtside seat so you get through one door. <laughs> then he used that and just kept going through security. Security literally thought that's Clay. In the video he released, one of the security guys gave him a high five and said, Ball out tonight, Clay. <laughs> like, like if people thought he was Clay and he got through five that's levels of so security. Awesome. And went to the floor. And this was way before players actually really got there. Yeah. So he was wide open. No one else there. And he just put up shots for 10 minutes. And the videos just showing him splashing it from three. That's the important part. Because, like, imagine if, like, he started sucking. And, like, all the analysts, like, pregame are like, oh, I don't know. Clay's off his game today. Like, uh, yeah. Vegas line shift. And it's all because fake Clay Thompson was just bricking threes. Yeah. All warm-ups. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I didn't think about that part. But uh, after he's done on the way out. Forget who I don't know who it was, but some some guy was some kind of importance in the Warriors. I don't know if it's like a a celebrity, is a fan, or someone yeah. that someone like who's like 
this guy saw and says, oh, yeah, what's up? Insert name here. Okay. They start dabbing up, and as he's talking to them, the one uh, woman security guard near the floor realized it wasn't Clay Thompson, so she came and kicked him out. Oh. So he got banned for life from the Chase Stadium, and he got kicked out of that game. And he said, I basically spent $10,000 for floor sides. He just kicked out. Would I do it again? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would too. That's yeah. hilarious. Like, that, that, he's probably going to make... He got so much eyes on that video of him actually shooting around and shit mm-hmm. that he's going to make more than $10,000 off that video alone. He might even get a contract. He might get a 10-day deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some gimmicky team. Yeah. Oh, man. No, that's awesome. Um, then the other one is this league. This league... Uh, a reporter, a Celtics reporter, tweeted out that the Celtics told Robert Williams that playing through his knee injury won't make it worse. Isaiah Thomas <laughs> quote tweeted it and say, "Heard that before, lol." Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I like that. I, I saw that today too. Mm-hmm. Um, good for Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, no, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, and and that kind of shows like, kind of like there's he's throwing shade at the uh, Celtics organization. Yeah, because they kind of fucked them. They really did. And they really did. He had that hip injury and shit like that. They, like, built him up. Got Going him to hurt, play through his hip injury. Yeah, got him overworked, hurt more long-term, mm-hmm. traded him where he never had a career again. Yeah, that's true. I'd be, I'd be upset. Because even if... Just let him work through that hip injury, he'd never be... Mm-hmm. He'd be fine. He'd get traded, he'd be fine. He'd be playing the same way. Yep. Dude, he was so good for a little bit there. Yeah, it was, like, two, two years. It yeah. was, like, amazing. Because he was decent when he was on Sacramento before Boston with Boogie Cousins. Yeah. But that team was never good, so he never really got he was, the he was recognition. He like Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, dude. He was sick. Um, yeah. Good shit. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the NBA headlines. We've got a decent bit here. Uh, I'll try to get through some of them quickly. Uh, I'm cursed where some of my most hated players all are coming to the Heat. So I didn't like Jimmy Butler, yeah. right? Yeah. And then we traded. We know we signed him, and I became became my favorite player. I didn't like Kyle Lowry at all. Yeah. We we signed him, and I I started liking him. Now I'm not favorite player or anything, but I started liking him. Now Pat Beverly, maybe my most hated, is there's rumors, multiple sources, multiple blue check marks saying oh, no. that Pat Beverly is interested in requesting a trade to the Heat. And then I heard then other reporters saying, and the Heat are interested in, in, in like trading for him. I mean, it's not, like, on paper, if it's not Patrick Beverly, but the same stats, I'd do it. I mean, but Pat Beverly is going to probably be great for us. He's probably going to fit right in with Jimmy Butler. Yeah. I, and, like, I think he's all about the Heat culture, probably. And it's just, like, I have years of tweets saying that Pat Beverly is the fucking worst. He's not even good <laughs> at basketball to have to deal with. Like, this happens with Kyle Lowry. Yeah. This happens with Jimmy Butler. Like, the second we signed Pat Bev, he becomes one of my favorite players. Like, he, I, he's on my squad, and all of his annoying shit that I fucking hated it will be for my team, and I'll love it. Okay. It's like, he's like, it's like, these are all guys who you hate unless they're on your team. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. and I've, this is, that's, that's what's going to happen. I'll love him when he's on my team. It just sucks because... I've, I've been hating him for years, and now I have to fucking shift into the start defending him. And like, you should just caption if it happens, like, how do I delete a tweet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I delete a tweet? That's funny. I might do that, actually. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I'll, I'll accept it. I'll, I'll take that. I don't care. Um, next, Montrez Harrell is facing felony charges. Yeah. He got pulled over in a traffic stop, and they found three pounds of weed in a vacuum-sealed bag. Dude, what idiots? Like, these, these fucking athletes, they do this shit all the time. Like, why are you running drugs, dude? Like, you have how much money in the NBA, NFL? Yeah. And the like, thing is, like, MLB, he... And it's like, why? I don't know where he got like, stopped at. 
But if he if he if he's playing DC, it's illegal in DC. Yeah, exactly. So just it's don't like, fucking hold three pounds on you. Yeah. Like, in vacuum sealed bags. It's like why three pounds? Like, look, <laughs> you don't need to carry three pounds. Like. Yeah, and what you, you're you're making millions. You don't need to buy in wholesale. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. Like it's like so just go crazy. to the weed store. Yeah. <laughs> it's practically legal everywhere. Yeah, just wait till you're playing Denver next week, and then go to the fucking dispensary. Yeah. Get your shit, and then, all right, like, bring it back home, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. You're flying private anyways, mostly. Yeah, so you don't yeah. have to worry about customs, and, or, like, you know, the uh, TSA and all that shit. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, dude, that shit kills me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get it. And then if you really, like, need three pounds of weed, you're telling me you don't have a buddy who, like, is close with you that was, yeah, dude, if I'm I'll do it. making that money, I'm like, yo, can you get this bud for me? Yeah. Because like, I... I, you know, if I get, if I get tr- caught, we're fucked. Yeah, if I, if you get caught, you I'll get bail caught, you out. I'll bail you out, do what we need to do, but, like, if yeah. I get caught, we're fucked. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, some people are so just stupid. Um, but, all right, uh, next, the Grizzlies extend head coach Taylor Jenkins. All right. Makes sense. He did good. So. He did yeah. good. He did good this year. He's a runner-up for uh, coach of the year. Yeah, rightfully so. Who won it? Uh, the Suns. Yeah. Well, I saw your notes. Why do you keep thinking I have trivia for you? I haven't had trivia. The second trivia. I don't put it on the notes, then you're gonna have trivia. But dude, I, I, I haven't had trivia for a week. I think the last trivia I had so was. You say the shit, and then you're just gonna like. No, but I, 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 X headline this stat and this stat. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I think the last headline, the last trivia I had was when I gave you Nick's trivia. Yeah. Yeah. That was Maybe. Good. It was, it's been a while. No, no, there's probably no. There's a. Uh, so like, no, no, been, there was a there was a assist benchmark by Chris yeah. Paul in the playoffs. Sure mm-hmm. it was. But um, like there was a. It's been a while without trivia, so like I'm just expecting it now. I'm looking ahead. I don't think I have any trivia. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think? Yeah, I'm not reading every single headline, but I'm just skimming them. All right, next, the Hornets are going to hire Kenny Atkinson. Apparently, who is that? Kenny Atkinson is the assistant right now for the Warriors, but he was head coach of the Nets before Steve Nash. Eh. Eh. We'll see. I mean, he uh, has head coaching experience. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, uh, it's one of those things we won't know until we see it. But it's like, either him or I, I don't think it's a bad move. I don't think it's a great move. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Terry Stotts would have a better move, but I don't mm-hmm. know if they were even interviewing uh, Terry Stotts. Um, apparently the Jazz are interviewing people for head coach. Two people. One, the Sixers assistant, Sam Cassell. Nope. And, or the G League a Nuggets affiliate head coach and former player, Jason Terry. I don't like, I don't like either of them. Me either. As a part-time <laughs> Jazz fan, I'd rather get Frank Vogel in here. Oh. I'd rather. Oh. Or Terry Stotts. Don't say it. I mean, over, over, over Terry... Jason Terry, who is only coaching a G League. I don't mean I don't know how, what he's up to. I don't know if he's doing good or not. No one follows a G League. And then Sam Cassell, I don't like him that much. Who yeah, was he before? It, it, I don't know. I feel like his Jazz are in a position right now where they need to be going for titles. Mm-hmm. Um, he they was... can lose around the roster to go for a title. And getting a coach like that, coaches like that scream rebuild to me. Yeah. Yeah, he was the assistant on the Clippers under Doc. And that's why he's with Doc now. Yeah, coaches like that scream rebuild. And I don't, he, know, I don't, I don't think he's going to be good. 
Yeah, I mean, he's been only been assistant coach, so maybe he'll be good at Sam Cassell, but I don't know. It's a big maybe. A big maybe. Um, all right, next. Floyd Mayweather is working behind the scenes to uh, eventually acquire an NBA team. He said he really wants to win an NBA team, and I'm making money moves in behind the scenes to try to make it happen. I mean, he's definitely not doing a thing. He just he just said the words, I want an NBA team, and his staff is doing all the work. Oh, yeah. But, but <laughs> that'd be kind of sweet. What would be the funniest team that he would own? The Lakers. Yeah, but they're not. It's not they the Lakers. Happen, yeah. Uh, realistically, though, I don't know. Who, who realistically would be funniest? Yeah, maybe it'd have to be a bad team, right? Yeah, okay, let's talk about realistic. How about just what's be the funniest? Because it'd be funny to him, the Lakers, but I think it'd be even funnier if you had like, somewhere like the Jazz. Like Floyd Mayweather, yeah. very outspoken guy, owns like a Mormon's like state's that's, team. That's, that's kind of yeah, funny. That's, that's a funny pick. Or like, or like him and Jordan co-own the Hornets. Oh, <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. I can see Jordan trying to get shit done, and like Floyd's just like doing like reckless shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the magic. I don't know why. It'd just be so funny. Now, and realistic. Orlando, that's realistic. Yeah, I can see him running a team in Orlando. Yeah, that'd be so funny if him was like, magic. <laughs> the Mayweather magic. Yeah. Like the, he, the Orlando Mayweathers. Like he, their team's so bad, too. He's just like on the courts every time just cussing everybody out. Yeah. Tries yeah. to fight the coach. But, like, cussing everybody out in, like, not grammatically correct statements. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 50 Cent... Brings the Harry Potter book to his games. Fifty Cent just banned from whatever team he owns. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, he just bought a uh, whatever team the Fifty's a fan of, like the Knicks. Oh, and just bans him from going oh, to see any Knicks games. Because Fifty's from New York. That'd be some pretty petty shit. That'd be so funny though. Yeah, yeah. Like he buys he buys in Knicks from Dolan and it bans Fifty Cent. That'd be so funny. All right. That'd be such a good comeback yeah. to the thing. I hate Floyd, though. Um, next, maybe the funniest headline. After this, it's some serious stuff. Not serious, but, like, actual NBA stuff. Um, Chris Webber tweets comparing Draymond Green to Wes Welker. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to read the tweet out for you oh, out loud. I don't know. This is, it, it, he, got, he got flamed on Twitter. So, is Draymond Green the Wes Welker of the NBA? Dot, dot, dot. Yes or no? No, period. And if yes, dot, 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 what does that mean? Dot, dot, dot. And what does that mean for him and Wes? Question mark, question mark. Like, once again, the reading, I'm not going to do all the dots. Does Draymond Green the Wes welcome to the NBA? Yes or no? And if yes, what does that mean? And what does that mean for him and Wes? And he deleted it, but people screenshotted it. And every single person who quotes me is like, Dude, he's asking the hard-hitting questions. Yeah. <laughs> and then some people were like, dude, I, I never thought about this, but now I can't sleep. <laughs> and, and it's just funny because no, there's no correlation between Draymond Green and Wes Welker. I mean, I love Wes Welker, but he's a very, like, mid-athlete. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, like, even, like, they're playing, like, styles. First of all, two different sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second of all, like, Wes Welker's very short, and Draymond Green's a center, so he's pretty big. <laughs> um and, like, I don't know, I feel like the personalities... One, that's what I was going to do. Wes Walker's, like, a, was like a quiet guy. Yeah, yeah. Drew like Green's very outspoken. Yeah, like, Wes Walker was, like, the epitome of the Patriots organization. Like, yeah. very quiet, reserved, like, went strictly business. Yeah. Where Draymond Green's, like, all about, like, speaking up and, you know, being vocal with, like, his, uh, just, like, frustrations and shit. Yeah. Wes Walker didn't play in the Bay. 
they didn't play in the same place. They didn't go to the same school. <laughs> I forget where Wes Walker was, but the only similarities I, I found, I found, I looked up a couple things. Draymond Green did play football at uh, Michigan State for a year. He's in the spring game. Uh, he might have been on the roster for like the regular season, but he at least played the spring game. Yeah. He played tight end, does two positions to catch. Okay. And they had the same number, 83. Okay. That's good Good research there. Yeah, but that's it. There's no other comparison. I think the funniest thing, though, is that all of... So, like, this is all... We're all watching, like, Boston versus the Warriors. So, he takes a Warriors player who Boston hates right now. Yeah. And probably the biggest one they hate right now on the Warriors. Yeah. And he compares them to arguably one of their favorite receivers over the last 20 years. Either him or yeah. Edelman. Oh, yeah, Edelman. And it's like... Yeah, but still. But still. Wes like, Walker was the man. <laughs> so he's like comparing this Warriors player that Boston fans hate to one of their favorite receivers in yeah. the Patriots' recent history. Yeah. That's the funniest part Th- for me. That doesn't even make sense. Like, all the Boston fans are like, what the... No, like, Wes Walker's not... Oh. Not Draymond. Uh, Chris Webber, you chat ahead. <laughs> um, you goddamn fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was so funny. Yeah, I, I just received the response were hilarious mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, that's funny. All right, now let's get into some serious NBA talk here. Uh, one, we have some trades happening. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. the, the draft is next week. Oh, okay. I have a little bit of draft preview. Okay. It's a tiny bit. Well, it's a tiny one. Yeah, yeah, you know. But um, with the draft comes the beginning of se- trade season. They're going to get some trades before the draft because there's going to be some picks involved in the draft. Mm. And then after the draft, you're going to uh, you see a lot. We're going to be a couple weeks off, and when free agency is about to start, you're going to see a lot more trades. Yeah, of course. Um, but there's one big there's one trade with the Nuggets earlier in the Jazz. Um, it was for like a bunch of like small like, like role players, so none of the big of a deal. No, starter, like no starters. No yeah. starters. But – so I didn't even mark that one down. I forgot to. I saw it, but I forgot to. Um, what's happening here in Jimmy Kimmel? I don't know. I thought Mike Tyson... Is, this, is it just people talking shit on Mike Tyson? I thought when they Mike Tyson was going to clock her for a second. He just yeah. rolls up. <laughs> Alright. I think they like argue or something like that. Anyway. Um, there was one... The first big trade of the season. The Mavericks traded for Christian Wood with the Rockets. So Christian Wood, who recently got locked up in a contract, so he signed for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um got traded to the Mavericks in exchange for the 26th overall pick. Boban, the big Boban, mm-hmm. Trey Burke, Sterling Brown, and Marquise Chris. I don't like this for the Mavs. You don't? Uh, Why? I don't know. I mean, part of me just thinks, I don't think Christian Wood's going to be meshing well with Luka. I don't know why. But I, I, I don't think this is the move. Um... See, I'm I, a big Christian Wood guy. So, yeah, I'm the exact opposite of you where I don't really know why, but I can see it working. Mm-hmm. Because he, I feel like he's a type that he's like a, he has star power, but yeah. isn't a he's bona fide star. Banana, yeah. And he's not going to... There's I, not going to be any butting heads. Mm-hmm. He's always going to be is like helped in the paint on offense. Yeah, He's not the best defender, but he's definitely not the worst defender, but he's definitely going to help on offense in the paint. And... My thing is a 26 pick is not really meaningful in the NBA draft. Honestly, the NBA draft is like the first – the lottery picks are like the ones you really can't – those are really valuable. Mm-hmm. But after that, it's like just basically rolling the dice of people. Yeah. So the 26 pick wasn't going to be that impactful for the Mavericks. And then all those players they traded were basically just old, washed-up bench players. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're not – that's not going to affect – getting rid of all of them isn't going to affect the Mavericks' depth. 
and they're basically just getting a starter, starting like the front court that they need. We'll see. I mean, and I the guess. Rockets, you get extra pick, whatever. Yeah, yeah another pick. Yeah, it's another pick. Um, but yeah, I, I like this move. We'll see. I, I, I want to see how Luca and Christian would play to go all together. Um, all right, the draft is next week. Um, so I also think there's gonna be more trades involving that. Uh, I'm gonna read off real quick the draft order. It's the first round. Okay. Just super quick, and then I have three things. I'm gonna give you prediction on the top three, the Knicks prediction, the Heat prediction. Okay. Make it nice and simple. Um, first round pick goes in order. Magic got the number one, Thunder number two, Rockets number three, four Kings, five Pistons, six Pacers, seven Trailblazers, eight Pelicans, nine Spurs, ten Wizards, eleven Knicks, twelve Thunder again, thirteen Hornets, fourteen Cleveland, fifteen the Hornets again, uh, sixteen Atlanta, seventeen Houston again, Chicago, Minnesota Spurs again, Denver, Memphis, Philadelphia, Milwaukee. San Antonio again, Dallas, Miami, Golden State, Memphis again, Oklahoma City again. Okay. So there's a lot of repeat picks. A lot of the teams that, like the Thunder, have a million thousand picks. Mm. And then there's this is when we're going to start seeing some of the picks happen. Um, so the right now the top three is being very highly debated um, because all three of the top three are essentially the same position and essentially like ranked the same skills. Oh. So it's literally roll the dice. I feel like that on curse, all three. I feel like the curse and the number two pick is going to come into play this year. Yeah, like it, it's a big thing, right? Where like the number two pick is always like the bust, and then the number three, four, and five, you'll just see big. Oh, is it better? Yeah. Yeah, was it Darko? Yeah, Miritich behind um, LeBron, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. then you got like Melo, D Wade, Bosh, all coming. Yeah, behind I saw him. another one. It was like. Uh, I think Bridges went second, mm-hmm. and then it was like Trey Young, uh, Bam, like all this shit. Like. Yeah. So I don't know. I could see this uh, curse coming back this year. Yeah, but like, I feel like the first like pick's been kind of cursed too, with like Anthony Bennett and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but I think so. Right now, the top three is Magic, Thunder, and Rockets. I think the Rockets have the best case scenario mm-hmm. because, like you're kind of saying, that there's curses maybe on second pick or whatever. When you're at the third pick, when the top three are all pretty much the same player, yeah, you know your pick. You don't have to make your decision. <laughs> You'll let the other two teams decide for you. Yeah. So like, you you don't you don't go out there go for someone they turn out to be a boss and you feel bad. No about. one's losing their job over that pick. Yeah, like it's like there's it's the right three move. bona fide people are gonna be number one, two, mm-hmm. and three, and if you're not gonna be able to decide, so you're just gonna take the third. Yeah. It's like uh, as long as you take that third. Guy. It's it's like the kid <laughs> came in after Gary and Ash. Mm. You have to make a decision if you're gonna ball before Squirtle or Charmander. You're yeah. got, you got you so got you the got third by default. Yeah, you were late. Yeah, but then maybe that Venusaur is gonna win. You. Um, but right now the top three would be Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, and uh, Paolo Banchero. Paolo uh, Banchero. Yeah, that's a sick name. He's from he went to Duke. He's like Duke's uh, best player this year. Uh, no, I, mean, I, I I hate Duke, but I also I don't hate Dukes in the uh, NBA because they're good. Um, as soon as as soon as they lose in the tournament, I'm cool with all the Duke players. <laughs> once they get in the draft, once they get away from Coach K. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know if I hate Duke as much anymore if now Coach K is on there. <laughs> you think you're gonna be a Duke fan? No, but I'm not. I'm not gonna hate him as much. Like actually, if it's if it's like Final Four and Dukes, in, I'll cheer for them because I want the new coach to win more than Coach K. Uh, That'd be so funny. This guy just upstages Coach K. <laughs> yeah. That'd be hilarious. He'd come back. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
He'd be but like beating down the door. He has to. Yeah, he, he would have to. He he would, he could not live with himself. Nah, he um, Jabari, I believe, went to some SEC school. I can't, oh, Auburn. He went to Auburn. Okay. I'm ninety percent sure he went to Auburn. And then Chet Holgram went to uh, Gonzaga. He's a white dude who went to Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Shocker. But uh, as of right now, it looks like that the Magic is going to go for Jabari Smith. They had the first overall pick, and that's who they're going to most likely go to. All right. Um, then the Thunder are looking at Chet Holgram. Gonzaga, the white boy. Okay. Uh, they got Josh Giddy last year, and that white boy did pretty good for him, so maybe they're just going with the white boys. It's your white boys. Yeah, SGA and the white boys. <laughs> and then, uh, finally, the Rockets, who are in third, are getting Paolo Banchero. That's my prediction, at least. I okay. think I, a lot of people agree with that, so I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, that's the play I was talking about. Uh, okay. Like, he didn't even, he didn't barely touched him, yeah, and Marcus Moore flying all the way to the baseline. The it was more of the slide. Yeah, they did. He started, like, mean mugging and shit, and yeah. people were, like, saying, like, how he was celebrating after he was, like, blatantly threw someone across the room. Yeah. It's like, because he, he blatantly did it. Um, but, you yeah, know, I think Rockets fans, like, Dan already texted me about Paolo. Apparently, Paolo came out every week. He said he hates the Warriors. <laughs> which, which the Rockets are Rockets Warriors kind of had a rivalry there for a while. Okay. Uh, whenever it's James Harden Rockets, uh, so that'd be kind of interesting. Okay. Basically, that's basically getting a Steeler who hates the Bengals. Yeah, that would be sick. That'd be kind of sweet. Um, and then yeah, Chet I think will be good in the Thunder. They're all like so they're all like small forward, power forward types. They're like a they're like a three four five. Right? Okay. So I think yeah, we're I think somewhere like Chet might be like a four five, uh, and then someone like Jabari might be a. Four three. Okay. But like regardless, they're all considered forwards on okay. paper. So that they're all kind of the same. Alright. Now next, I think for the Knicks, so Knicks are picking out eleventh. And uh I've s i have read a few mock drafts because I really don't know mm-hmm. a lot of these talent outside the top five, I really don't know a lot of these guys. So I wanted to see what a lot of mock drafts are saying. And um the one that I saw and I think would be the best fit for the Knicks is a guy uh, named A.J. Green from Duke. A.J. Green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A.J. Green Jr., actually. Um, yeah, so A.J. Green, a.k.a. Aiden, his, real, his first name, but he goes by A.J. Yeah, that's A.J. Because it's Aiden Jr. It's A.J. Green. Yeah, it's Aiden Green Jr., so A.J. Uh, A.J. Green. No, don't A.J. Green. I'm sorry. I keep saying Green. It's Griffin. Sorry. Oh, A.J. Griffin. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, I, I wrote. Of, I was like, I fuck with it just because his name's AJ. No, I, can't, I I did write down AJ Green. I'm thinking about it, and more we said, I was like, wait, no. All right, AJ Griffin. Um, then he's got to go with Aiden. Aiden Griffin. Yeah, Aiden Griffin. That's better than AJ Griffin, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. But um, what, but anyway, what position is he? He's like a small forward guard type. Okay. Um, I like that. more I like of a that. forward guy. Uh, like I more like of a that. small forward than a guard. Um, and his player comparisons yeah. is like Jimmy Butler. All right. Like, what, uh, like he's not he's not a strong three point shooter, but he can create a shot inside the three point range. What school did he go to again? Duke. Oh, um, four. Four. But the only problem with that is I saw him in a couple mock drafts at falling to eleven, but falling is a key word because yeah. before, a couple weeks ago he was ranked in the top five. Ooh. But now a lot of people think he's gonna drop to the Knicks just because the teams in between. Or need specific guys. Okay, yeah. So well, that is good. So if it, if it happens, I think that'll be the best fit for the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, small forward. You really don't have a strong small forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be kind of nice to add a nice three depth. Um, but if it, if he's not there, not available, I also saw. Um, I asked Matt before he left the pronunciation of this guy's name, Malachi Branham. He's a guard from Ohio State, the Ohio State. 
Oh, okay. Um, he's also I a very solid sure guard. About the school until you said the. Yeah, the. Well, if I said the Arizona State University. <laughs> you you might get tagged with a lawsuit. Yeah, we might get copyrighted. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So I think he'd also be pretty good. Um, I think he. I mean, obviously, I think you should get AJ Griffin, but if he's not there, I think uh, Malachi's the next best thing. Okay. Pair him up with RJ in the backcourt. Yeah. That'd yeah. be solid. Uh, but I do think you need a small forward more than a guard. I would agree. Um, and then finally for the Heat, um, I don't have anything for the Heat because I don't think we'll, we'll be drafted. I believe we'll be, we'll trade that pick before it happens. So my big Ooh. prediction for the Heat. Yeah. And this is, I'm, I'm starting a bank of like predictions I got right for when we do the end of the year top five. Yeah. Um, and if, if I just hit them, this is going in the bank. The Heat aren't going to draft 27. They're going to trade their pick. I don't know for who. But I'm just saying. I thought you were gonna throw in the who. I could throw in the who if you want. G- give me like, give me your w- wish, and what you think might happen. It's more realistic. I think the I think the most realistic and my biggest wish matchup. We okay. use it in a trade for Donovan Mitchell, in the next week. All right. The only thing is, I think this might this that trade up trade might not come till the closer to the off season. Okay. Which then I think. We'd be trading for, I, I'm not sure. Because I because we won't give it up for Pat Beverly unless it's just that. Because a 27th pick doesn't mean a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could realistically use that for a, 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 a Pat Beverly trade and no one else. But I think for the Pat Beverly trade, we're going to trade Duncan Robinson so we can unload some of the salary. And I don't think we're going to trade a first-round pick and Duncan Robinson for Pat, Pat Beverly. Which you might. But I think Donovan Mitchell is what we'll use our first-round picks for. So we can make a trade before the draft. I think it's Donovan Mitchell. All right. So that'd be sweet. Fair enough. Because like I said before, about whoever team it was, like the later picks don't really matter. Oh, with the Mavericks and the Rockets. Mm. 26 pick doesn't matter. Nah, not at all. Like the 27, we're the 27th pick. We, it does, that does not matter to us. Mm. Like we're not going to get anyone like game changer. No. Nah, so might as well use that for a trade, which I think that's what we're going to do. So I'll be out about the bold prediction for the end of the year top dra- top five draft will be uh, we use that pick towards the Donovan Mitchell deal. Alright, I like that. What if it comes out, what if he drafts him and then it comes out a week later that we use that draft, that person we drafted to get Donovan Mitchell? Does that still count? Yeah, I'll count that. Okay. Uh, do you think they would even do something where like, they call up the Jazz and they're like, hey, who do you want? Because I know we're doing a deal. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll work out the rest of the Kings later, but instead of trading you this pick like, now, while we work out the rest of the deals, you draft, we'll draft them and we'll trade them. Yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of sweet. I don't know if they ever did that, but. It'd be a lot of trust. I mean, I mean, I guess I wonder if that's how they that deals were like, you know, when someone gets drafted and a second later they get traded. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if that's how those deals happen. Like, hey, we're still working out the Kingston deal, but we're about to draft. Yeah, you I want? Mean, I'll draft them and then I'll trade them to you. It, it a part to, of this deal. Like I said, it has to be a lot of trust, and I think the, a lot of these owners are slime balls. So, like, there's probably a lot of people that don't trust each other. Yeah, but you just don't have to do the deal, man. Yeah, but then you're stuck with whatever player. You know, what I mean, if one end held up the end of it, their end of the. Oh, market. you mean the, the drafting player? Yeah. Like, so say the Heat. So say the Jazz came to the Heat was like, pick this guy, and the Heat can't use him for shit. But well, draft then the Jazz him. pay yeah. back, and they don't trade Donovan Mitchell. Then you're stuck <coughs> with Circle Fritz. Yeah, that almost has to be like, okay, here's the deal, ready to go. We just have to literally process it, and it's not going to take enough time. Mm-hmm. That's not way you can really do it. What show is this? Uh, Generation Gap with Kelly Ripa. Oh, that's one. Oh, I think I saw it the other day. They're like asking, like a, they ask like a pop culture question to like an older person. Um, 
I did have something for NBA. If you, oh yeah, if I'm done. done. Yeah. Uh, did you see the whole thing with uh, Steph Curry's parents? Oh yes. Dude, I, I, thought, I, I, I thought when you were going through the This League stuff, I thought this was going to be one of them. No, I forgot about that one. Dude, so so Steph Curry's mom and Del Curry got a divorce. Sonia. Sonia. Sonia or Sonia? Uh, it's spelled the same. I don't know how you pronounce it technically. I think it's Sonia. Okay, we'll go with Sonia. Sonia Curry and Del Curry got a divorce, all right? And Sonia Curry ends up with this new guy. And Del Curry ends up with this new girl. Turns out... Their respective new partners were once married too. Yeah, and family friends. <laughs> and family friends. And family friends. It's so like they just, they just did fucking wife swap. Yeah. <laughs> and Steph's probably going to the most awkward Thanksgiving dinner ever this next uh, it's wild. November. Yeah. It's like say, <laughs> like say, uh, your parents and my parents when we we grew up going to vacation together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A very really good family friends like always go to vacation together They're like best friends. And switch. Yeah. <laughs> It's like my dad's dating your mom, and your mom's dating my your, your mom's dating your That's dad. That's a fucking movie right there. That's it's like literally parents' love. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just that, I heard that and I was like, that is wild, man. That is wild. That's so wild. <laughs> uh, and I heard someone said like, I I read one person, but it's all Twitter stuff, so you can't mm-hmm. speculate completely. But I heard that they got divorced because Sonia was cheating on. Del with that guy, oh. and that's why both sets. Got and then Del was like, "Fuck you, I'm gonna get." Yeah, and he said, "He's like, well, fuck you guys, I'm gonna be petty as fuck and grab yeah. your wife." Oh, like I think that's what one person said to happen. Like they, the reason both divorced to happen because so Sonia funny. and the other guy were cheating that's together. So funny. Yeah. That family just walked into fame and fortune real quick. Yeah. Well, and then how about even like that whole like extended family too? I mean, mm-hmm. fucking Seth was is married to Doc Rivers' daughter. Yeah. It's, I kind of want to be a fly on the wall at one of their family events. Yeah. Just to kind of see what takes place. Well, we would do an extended family (laughs) dinner where it's like this Curry situation plus Doc, Austin Rivers, and their daughter with Seth Curry. And (laughs) and they got uh, a fucking, like, Seth's like, why'd you trade me, dude? (laughs) Dad, why'd you trade me? (laughs) Father-in-law. But yeah, I I just wanted to point that one out because that was wild. That's a good call. I forgot about that one. When I was writing the, like all the this league and the clay clay stuff, I was I was looking for headlines like that. And I totally just didn't. All right. Because obviously that's not up on my score app. It doesn't come up on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all right, let's take it over to our top five sad franchises and top five candies. Ladies and gentlemen, this is talking dirty top five. All right, top fives this week. We are doing top. Five fran- saddest franchises. Mm-hmm. So just imagining teams that, like, oh, fuck, that sucks to be a fan of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, like that's what we're kind of That's kind of the way I looked at it, too. It's like, these fans I feel bad for. I feel so bad for a lot of these mm-hmm. fans. Um, and then the other one's tough off candies. Straight to the point. Chocolate, non-chocolate, all kind of candies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm excited about both of them. But, once again, I won the coin toss. Mm-hmm. Guy called it, got it wrong. Yeah, it's like what third, fourth week in a row. I think fourth and fifth. <laughs> I think we're going on five. I think the last <laughs> four for sure. I'm gonna get a good one though. Um, yeah, you are gonna get one. I, I really want. Uh, but yeah, so I like to go first on the saddest franchises. Um, and to start us off, I'm going the very obvious. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a hardcore Yenzer. Mm-hmm. I have to go Cleveland sports. Um, I was gonna go with the Browns, but beforehand you even said. Cleveland's a big enough. They all those teams 
would be sad to be a fan of. Yeah. So you told me I can just lump them all together. Yeah, so exactly. instead of three of my top five being different Cleveland teams, I'm going to take Cleveland as a city. All right. Um, I'm going there next weekend. Really? Yeah. All right. We're gonna go boozing and stuff. I'm, yeah, <laughs> it's be fun. Uh, just wear your Steelers gear and just oh, like, no. make fun of them. No, yeah, we're we're gonna. <laughs> hey, ask Sean Watson, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, if we talk to any people at the bar, I probably will. Yeah, I probably will. I'll get into the Steelers shit. Yeah, uh, a lot of money. I'll probably get a fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm trying. I'm gonna try not to, but yeah, no. It's uh, first of all, the Browns. The Brownies aren't. Are the Brown the Browns is the Browns. Mm-hmm. They were good pre-Super uh, Bowl era. Um, Jim Brown, I mean, one of the all-time greatest oh, yeah. running backs of all day. time. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't a Super Bowl era, so their championship <laughs> doesn't really get talked about because it's not a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then in the Super Bowl era, I mean, they had a fucking 0-17 parade. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Belichick <laughs> as a coach. And uh, he, he that's when they decided to move the team to Baltimore to become the Ravens. And the year they moved, right? So they had a bell check on the coaching staff, and if they didn't move the team, their pick that year that the Ravens now Ravens used was for Ray Lewis. Think about and the like the Ravens, <laughs> oh, the Browns moved to Baltimore, became the Ravens. And the Ravens won almost immediately. Yeah, like early, yeah. really early in the being Baltimore built around Ray Lewis. Yeah, it was either the year of or the year after. No, it was a couple years. Oh, yeah, man. I think they might have moved in two thousand. They won in two thousand two. Okay. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Tampa Bay won in 2000, I think. Yeah, I think 2000 is the year they, they became the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I think 99 is the last Brown season. Yeah, crazy, man. And then by 2002, they were winning Super Bowls with Ray Lewis. And Trent Dilfer. Yeah. <laughs> and so the Browns, they decided to move. They are at a shitty franchise. When they moved, they were fucking throwing shit on the field. They tore mm-hmm. that stadium apart. They were yeah. throwing garbage to the refs on the way out. Real <laughs> fucking sloppy scene. And then they come back a couple years later... They have a good team at first. They make a couple of playoff runs against the Steelers and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, but then they just become the worst team ever. They had how many quarterbacks in a row? Oh, man. I don't even know. I lost count. But that jersey's uh, hilarious. I should, I should have had that step. I want to say 32. I should have had that step. There you go. It's between 25 and 35. Uh, since 99. Okay. I'm going to do this. Their quarterback since 99. They had 30. They had 31. No, this yeah. is 2000. This is not even. This is Case Keenum became their 31st. Oh. So Deshaun is now the 32nd. Oh, is Baker on that list already? Yeah, because Case Keenum oh, okay. Case Keenum played when Baker was hurt. So that's the 31st. Case Keenum was the 31st starting quarterback in, two, in 2021. So Deshaun Watson's the 32nd. So yeah, I told If him. he starts, if he starts. Yeah, well, yeah technically yeah. he's not he, yet. He probably will at some point. Let's see here. Uh, just not this season. Oh, they have him power ranked too. <laughs> Yeah, it has some power rank. Oh, Let's that's see. depressing. That's the pre- rank our thirty-two non. Is it from worst to best? Uh, I don't maybe, because it's Kelly Hol- Holcomb, Tim Catch, Derek Anderson, Brian Hoyer, Josh McCown, Jason Campbell, Charlie Fry, Brandon Whedon, Brady Quinn, Colt McCoy. Colt yeah. McCoy was good. Yeah, Trent Dilfer. Uh, I'm skipping a couple. Robert Griffin the third. Oh yeah, I forgot. Deshaun about that. Kaiser, Dad oh, Deshaun Lewis, Connor so Shaw, bad. Doug Peterson. Oh, people thought Deshaun Kaiser was going to be the guy. Dude. Cody Kessler. Oh god. Johnny Manziel, Austin Davis, mm. Luke McCown. I think Manziel would have been good had his off the field issues. Oh yeah, gotten resolved. Bruce Gradkowski. Oh, 
Yeah, so I'm going to Cleveland just mainly because of the Browns, but like mm. even the Cavs, they won that one championship with LeBron and then he left again. Yeah. So so he was there, he left, they burnt down all his jerseys, came back, <laughs> won a championship, left again. Yeah, that's just tough. Yeah, so that's always been tough. And then the Guardians, geez. Mm. They they've been bad for years. Yeah. Like the the most success they had, they still lost in the uh, World Series to a team that hasn't won in 107 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the most success they ever had was in the, a fake movie called Major League. <laughs> like, that's insane. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going Cleveland sports. Sorry, I took a long time for that no, one. Yeah, you're good. Uh, my number one, I'm going to go with uh, Detroit. Yes. Um, mainly the Lions. But uh, you're doing the same thing as Yeah, yeah, yeah. As but, me. like, kind of like you think about it. Also, like, the Pistons. I mean, the Pistons, they had some success with, like, Chauncey Billups' team. And uh, the Bad Boy Pistons back in the 90s. Yeah. But, like, really, if you look at the grand scheme of things, nothing much. Actually, I actually think you should say Lions. You think? Because the Red Wings have been a really good historic franchise. Yeah. And the Tigers aren't that bad. All right, I'll take Lions. I'll take Detroit Lions. But mainly, I mean, you look at it, though. Yeah, I I think the the bag on the head is iconic with the Detroit Lions. Yeah. The brown bag on the head, the fans would just wear by their own decisions. <laughs> and I think they had, what, two 0-16 seasons? Mm-hmm. And that... <laughs> 0-16 is tough. Like, that is a tough feat to manage. Mm-hmm. And to do that twice... And, I mean, they, and then you have players like Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, yeah. who were Just phenomenal for- Hall of Famers. Some say they were the best of their craft of all time. And you just don't win a Super Bowl, and they retire early. They just quit. They just they quit. They quit on them. They they, just they just, on the them. Lions just break them down so much and that they just quit. Kind of peering into the future, you have Matt Stafford, who was probably the best quarterback they ever had, mm-hmm. and he has not won with them, with the Lions, and he goes to his first team after the Lions and wins a Super Bowl the same year. Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> it's tough. It's tough. It's tough because the, the Lions fans were so excited about Matt Stafford winning. That mm-hmm. was like the Lions winning. Yeah, yeah. Which is sad. I, I saw the like the. Shirts with the Lions logo, but it was the Rams logo. It was, but it was the Lions like yeah. scheme and all like color yeah. scheme and everything. Um, uh, those actually were sweet. I kind of wanted one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I feel um, so bad. And the worst part about the Lions too is yeah. they're so bad for so many years, and every single year they get a Thanksgiving Day for the world to see. Yeah, just the world the to see. <laughs> and their fans are so great. You always see those guys in straight up Lion costumes. Oh, it's mm-hmm. great. Martha yeah, it's Ford. It's great. It's an elite. Uh, like team mascot, like the Lions, you know, mm-hmm. that's a great team mascot, and then you just suck. <laughs> like, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. But uh, my number two, I'm gonna go with the hometown Pittsburgh Pirates. Fuck, that's my next one. Yeah, I mean, I they're so bad. As a, I like I used to like be decently into the Pirates, and I, like, I was rooting for them and watching mm-hmm. them a little bit. But like now at this point, I've given up completely. It's just it's a waste of time. Like, mm-hmm. the owner does not care about the team. He just exploits all the fans for money because they have the nicest stadium in baseball, and everybody talks about how it's the nicest stadium in the baseball. But mm-hmm. the owner doesn't want to do jack shit to make the team win to get more success. Yeah. He just doesn't give a fuck. And to have just a shit owner like that and a fan base that, if you look at all the Pittsburgh sports, like, they would be loved. The Pirates would be loved if they won games. Oh, my there's They'd so many people, whenever we make the playoffs, mm-hmm. that place was sold out, standing room only sold nuts. out. Nuts. Uh, everyone was going crazy. There's a whole pep in the step. Everyone's like, 
lives. Yeah. And then we we just go back to the bottom of the gutter again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so bad. But we we got no hit it already this season. We almost got no hit it again. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're so bad. Twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five. We did this list in twenty twenty six. I disagree with you. Yeah. But it's twenty twenty three. So I I have to agree with you here. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, that's my number two pick, the Pittsburgh Pirates. All right, like I said, that was gonna be my next my next one. But all right, uh, my next one, I'm gonna take the hockey off the board. It's wild because one of the most it's one of the league's premier franchises, but the Maple Leafs. Yeah, Toronto Maple Leafs, one of the original six teams. Mm-hmm. There's a huge fan base in Toronto. The Leafs have really good players. They've had really good players over the years. They haven't won a cup since 1967. They've won. 13 cups from 1917 to 1967 when there's like two teams in the league. Mm. Then they started expanding all the stuff. They haven't won a conference title ever. So they they they, they didn't want other cups before there's conferences even set up. And every single year, there's so many years in a row that like, like recent but even like past that where they had such good teams and they just choked in the playoffs every year. Last year, they got reverse swept in the yeah. second round. <laughs> Like that's insane. Just consistently bad. Yeah, and like, but it's it's like one of those franchises which goes with a lot of these franchises we're going to talk about. Mm. They have passionate fans. It's these fans just get, don't get rewarded mm. because the the team just chokes or something. It's just sad. I would never want to be a, a Maple Leaf fan, and it's just it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And this year they had a good chance to go deep, and they lost first round. I think to the Lightning. Um, yeah. Granted, it's the Lightning, but still, like they they were they're like highly considered one of the like favorites. And I think what sucks about that team is they've had so many opportunities to get there, mm-hmm. and they just choke it away. Yeah, absolutely. I wish Matt was here so he can kind of back me up with that. But, I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy town. It's mm-hmm. crazy town. Um, it's going back to also with the Canadians. They haven't won the Cup in so long. Yeah. And, that, and they're any Canadian team. That's one of them. That's like the one of the premier, like I said, the original six. Um, but they, Okay, so they, they, won, they literally won their division last year. And they didn't even make it to the conference finals. <laughs> Dude. Zero conference championships, zero presidents trophies. That is the worst part about it. Man. Thirteen cups, it's, but all from between nineteen seventeen and nineteen sixty. All that charisma and all that fucking like on paper, they should be like the next big thing, and just nothing. Nothing. Nothing to show for it. Nothing. Um. All right, and then my next pick, I'm gonna dive into our first basketball team. All right, I'm going to the Orlando Magic. Ooh, okay. Uh, so the Orlando Magic, uh, they became a thing in 1989, the same year as the Heat, mm-hmm. um, both in Florida. Yeah. And just the Heat, way better franchise than the Magic. Mm-hmm. The Magic haven't done shit. They had a really good team. There's a 30 for 30 about how they literally had an amazing championship level team that just couldn't stay together. Yeah. The Shaq and Penny Magic. Mm-hmm. I think you had it in the last week in the dynasties that never were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's sad because that was. Within the first couple of years of them being a franchise, they won the conference. So they won the conference title in 1995. So this was their sixth season. Mm. And they haven't been good since. They made one run with Dwight Howard in 09. They made to the finals and they lost in the finals with Dwight Howard. Mm. But like no, yeah, they 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 suck. They never won a championship. Orlando's not like a cool town. They have Disney World. <laughs> but other than that, it's like it's kind of shitty. Mm. And yeah, they've been mediocre almost the entire their entire career. Their entire like franchise existing. Yeah, they didn't really. That was really the only opportunity they had was Shaq and Penny's team. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, Dwight brought them, but like mm-hmm. realistically, that's just Dwight like carrying the load. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, he wanted out, and then they haven't been sense. Carried the load in his life. Ayo, get butt fucked by a trannies, <laughs> right? Then get butt fucked by a tranny. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Nice. 
Alright. 69, um, nice. nice. Yeah, so Magic, my number third pick. My number three. Oh. I don't know. I mean, This might get some flack, but I'm going to go with Buffalo. I was going to pick Buffalo, and I picked uh, the Magic instead. Yeah, just because... Because the Buffalo is good now. Buffalo is good, but, now, but still. But talking about last, talking about last week with yeah. the dynasties, four straight Super Bowls and nothing to show and for no it. No win, and their fans. I love the hell out of Buffalo fans mm-hmm. uh, because they're so much fun and they're great to like, you know, talk trash to occasionally. But like to not win a Super Bowl four trips, that's tough. That's very and then tough. This team is so good this year, past year, and then they go to overtime, lose the coin toss, and get cooked in overtime mm-hmm. because of that rule, which caused a rule change after that. Yeah, um, it's crazy. I don't know. Like, if, if this Josh Allen team does not win a Super Bowl, like, this is going to look good on a graphic later. Yeah. But, like, if this te- Buffalo team wins next year, you're going to look back and you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. But, yeah, like, then yeah, also yeah. the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, the Sabres suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Buffalo Sabres are so bad. Yeah, they're so bad. But I'll go with uh, number three, Buffalo. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Um, there okay. you go again, yeah. Yeah, then my number four... Uh, see, because here's where I'm torn. Because like some of these fans I don't like that I have, but like I think it, the good fans I feel bad for. Yeah, no, yeah. That, I think the sad, more sad is like the really passionate fans. Yeah. But at the same time, it also looks kind of sad when you have no fans. But I'm gonna say I have three, so I'm you know yeah. you're safe. I know I know they're all safe. They probably are safe. I'm gonna go with the Dallas Cowboys of recent. Like okay. Since, since I'll think about them. Since they're like 80s and 90s runs. Make sure you put them in the graphic for yourself so you don't get flamed. Yeah, yeah. Because like, what was the past? Like, it's like since the 90s, like they haven't won a playoff game. They won one, I think. Or one, Dak, one, won, Dak won one, I yeah, think. Yeah, Dak won one playoff game. Maybe maybe you're right there. but I think Dak won Either one. way, like the teams that they've had throughout the years and the stars that they've had to only win one playoff game... Mm-hmm. Is nuts, like, and it's kind of sad because it it's sad not in a way like the Lions. It's sad like oh I feel bad for those fans. Mm-hmm. It's sad like how like the fans think they're relevant. But, I mean, you just go they're through not the players relevant. like from the most recent like Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Mari uh, Cooper, Cooper um, CD Lamb. You could even say yeah. then like Demarcus Lawrence, Tony Romo, Des Bryant, mm-hmm. um, Jason Witten, Jason Witten. Mm-hmm. Like to never like even win more than one playoff game. Mm-hmm. That's nuts, man. Mm-hmm. And like everyone's like, "Oh, they're America's team," but like, come on, like you're not. And I know there's a lot of like shitty ass cowboy fans out there that ruin this, but for the ones that are like good cowboy fans, I feel bad for them. Yeah, because like you're supposed to have this great team, America's team, and they just shit the bed every time they get past the regular season. Mm-hmm. And they're in a cake division that's been pretty consistently cake for the last like 20 years. Yeah, like the Eagles have not been anything too great. Except for, like, some insert crazy years, like with mm-hmm. Michael Vick mostly. And then you have the... Well, they were really good the year they won and the year before that. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. then, But they, they that team since broke up a little bit, so then they've been shitty in the mm-hmm. last few years. And then the Giants, who have been a roller coaster mm-hmm. with, like, Eli Manning, and then they stink now. And then you got the Commander slash No Name slash Redskins... Mm-hmm. Who have been consistently bad? They even have a they don't have a consistent team name. Team name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you look at all the teams like with like stud quarterbacks that consistently win their divisions, like the Packers with Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, whatever division he's in. We'll say the AFC East because mm-hmm. he was longest tenured there. 
For a long time, um, Ben for a long time. Yeah, Ben too for a while there. Um, just to not be dominating that division and winning playoff games is pitiful. insane. But that's my number four. No, I 100% agree with it. Just make sure in the graphic you give yourself some help here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so neither of them. I, so I kind of wanted you to take one of the three I have left, so like I don't have to make the decision. But you I didn't, didn't do that. You didn't do that. Okay. Um, all right, I'll go number four, Jets. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Broadway Joe calling yeah. the Super Bowl a long, long time ago. I was thinking about that, but was I was saving for last. The only real like time the Jets were a consistently good franchise um, with Mark Sanchez a little bit in two thousand. They made bit. that Easter I said Easter AFC Championship, and they lost to us. Um, other than that, you get the butt fumble. You get a bunch of like really, really bad teams. You get the signing Lev Bell for a lot of money and him not doing anything. Yeah, like like they had a chance there with Rex Ryan and the two mm-hmm. back-to-back AFC Championship games, mm-hmm. and then the butt fumble happened and everything went downhill after mm-hmm. that. I think the Jets were one of the, the uh, one of those teams in that uh, Marino draft that didn't draft them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could have. I think they went like what Testaverde or something. Or uh, no, that, that's 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 way past that. I don't know. Yeah, they were no. The, uh, I want to say Blackwell, maybe. I don't know. Let me see here. Marino draft. Let me see. Because I know I know the Jets did draft a quarterback that year that wasn't Dan Marino. I mean, I, as as the resident Jets fan, I completely agree with you. Um, mm-hmm. They just consistently draft quarterbacks, give up on them way too soon, and just go with the next. Like, they keep, like, they keep hitting in blackjack, trying mm-hmm. to get to 21, where it's like, dude, you can just, like, you can just hold right here. Yeah, Ken, and hope that the dealer busts. You know, yeah, they, they drafted Ken O'Brien. Yeah, like two who, picks before two picks before Dan Marino. Like who the fuck? <laughs> they just consistently make Three bad picks, decisions. Sorry. And the one that really killed me, <laughs> which brand Trevor Lawrence didn't pan out, but you have a team that's just awful with Adam Gase at coach, and all you have to do is tank for for Trevor. Yeah, that's all you have to do. And what do they do? They fucking go on a winning streak for like four games. And then they get, like, the fourth pick in the draft, and they have to settle. And it was just like, why did you do this? Like, you yeah. just kept losing and getting the number one pick. Because it was, like, them and the Jags that kept, uh, were the battle for the one and two seed. Yeah. And we just kept, both teams kept losing consistently. That was so funny. Yeah, and they just wouldn't tank. That's so funny. Like, like specifically for memory, the fucking Hail Mary against the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, Man, shit. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But, all right. Um, are wow. You, are you done Marcus with Smart with another flaw. That's nuts. Oh, they, it's 12 to 2. Holy shit. Well, yeah, it's early. They just want to really yeah. quicker on. Um, uh, uh, not my fifth, still. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Oh, my God. What a flop. All right. Uh, and for my fifth, I'm going back to basketball one right. last time. Um. And I am going to go with the L.A. Clippers. Um, what do you think? I, I thought you were just going to belittle me for your whole picks. No, 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 It's like Jets, Knicks. <laughs> no, no. I'm going Clippers. Little bro. Um, they were the little bro from from the Lakers. Mm. Um, like, Lake, L.A. is a Laker town. L.A., the only sports team that matters in L.A. is the Lakers. They were a San Diego team, much like the Chargers, that moved to L.A., which they really shouldn't have. Um, they've been around, guess when they were founded? 
1970. Oh, okay. But, like, I think most people, because of how bad they've been, thought they were an expansion team in like the 90s. I feel like. <laughs> like, like they were so bad for so many years. They started yeah. as Buffalo and then they went to San Diego and now they're LA since 1984. Been in LA since 1984. No, I feel like no one knows that. Yeah, I didn't. I thought they just opened up in LA. Yeah, no, it, it's crazy. <laughs> They've been there for a while. Zero championships, zero conference titles. Um, right now, you can say you have a little tons bit of, of hope. Opportunity too. Tons of dude. They were a second round access guaranteed mm-hmm. when they had. Blake Griffin in his prime, Chris Paul in his prime, and DeAndre Jordan in his prime. Mm-hmm. Like they should have won a championship with that team, and yeah. they didn't because they had Doc Rivers as a coach. And then, uh, Glenn Rivers. No, he's Doc there. True. He's only Glenn in Philly. True. Um, and then now they have this great team with uh, playoff P and Kawhi Leonard, and they have not yet to get that together. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. They're just and when you think of LA basketball, you don't think of the Clippers. Whenever you okay, think about the Lakers, their most famous fans. You got Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Nicholson. You've all this crazy stuff. If you Google famous Clippers fan, you get Frankie Muniz <laughs> and Billy Crystal. Those are your big ones. It's literally Hollywood Hollywood A listers and B listers. Yeah, I'm most of it. Celebrity Celebrity Clippers fans. First one. Billy Crystal. Mark Wahlberg's not true. This is definitely a lie. Yeah, that's hundred percent a lie. Celebrity Clippers fans. Billy Crystal, number one. Anthony Anderson. Adam Devine oh. from Workaholics. Frankie Munez. Oh. And bad list. two people who definitely aren't. It says fucking Bieber, which is a, he's a fucking Raptors fan. All right, now let's go to Lakers. Lakers celebrity fans. Yeah, and it's like Jack Nicholson. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, it's loading. It's loading. Jack Nicholson, Denzel Washington, Leonardo DiCaprio, Will Ferrell, David Beckham, <laughs> Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> yeah. Justin Timberlake, Adam Levine, not Adam <laughs> Devine. Like it's 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 crazy how great value uh, Lakers Clippers are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm number five Clippers. Um, my number five. That's so much NFL. I don't know if I want to keep rolling with it, but I'll just go Knicks. All right. I mean, the Knicks suck. The Knicks had a chance with Patrick Ewing and could not win because it was the Jordan era. Yeah. And they just never had a good then, team. And then they had a good team with Melo, and they could never win because it's the LeBron era. Yeah. Or the Boston three-party era, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which people always overlook. They're just as always good team. at the wrong time. And they always get burned out of the lottery picks. And when they do have good picks, they make poor decisions. It just doesn't work out. <laughs> it really doesn't work out for them. Um, so I'll, ta- I'll, I'll honor that. Take number five, Knicks. Um, let's see here. How, how, many, how many championships does Nick one? Knicks one? Three? Two. Two, okay. 70 and 73. Okay. I was wondering because I, I didn't know. Okay, like I mean, they did win before, but it's so long ago. Mm-hmm. It's like the Pirates, where they have a winning history, but has been it's been so long that it's become yeah. Sad. And it was with names like nuts names too. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't think the same like ownership. Thomas Wagner and uh... <laughs> oh, who us? Yeah. Oh no, we won in the ages like Willie Stargell. Yeah. And Manny Sanguian and David Parker and Clemente before Clemente. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honorable mentions. Yeah, I got a few. I had the Jaguars. I didn't have Jaguars. Uh, they're newer, but like they haven't ever been good mm-hmm. since they've been in the league. They they were good at first, and then they're good that weird one year. Yeah, and then they had like the David Garrard years. Yeah, 
Um, then I also had the Falcons. Did not have them, but twenty-eight to three alone. Yeah, that's that was like the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the Texans. I had the Texans. And then the Hornets. I didn't. I, slash Bobcats. I, I had the Bobcats. Yeah, Hornets slash Bobcats. Yeah, yeah, the Bobcats. Sure. Well, well, see, the reason I was going to say Bobcats and Hornets is because the, when the Hornets moved, the Hornets were okay, okay franchise. They moved to New Orleans, mm-hmm. came to the Pelicans, but they were Hornets there for a while. Then when the expansion happened in 05, mm-hmm. they gave Charlotte the Bobcats. That's one of the MJ owns. And they eventually changed their name to the Hornets because that became available when New Orleans changed to the Pelicans. Yeah. So I was going to say Bobcats because that's the team that drafted Kobe and traded him to the Lakers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for, and they had Adam Morrison, I think, instead. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Oh, man. Um, Any other honorable mentions? Yeah, I had the Bungles. Obviously, I didn't want to say them because yeah, it's tough. I don't want to say them because they recently just went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Before that, they didn't win a playoff game since cell phones were a thing, <laughs> and like they just were kind of always like the crying Bengals fan meme was a thing. Like mm-hmm. there, there's always one of those kind of like the Cowboys. Like it would have been like the Cowboys type of yeah, thing. without like the historic five Super Bowls before. That. Yeah. Did they even win before that? And uh, maybe no. I don't think they won. No, I don't they ever won. won. They never won. I think it was Collinsworth as one that he was a receiver. Yeah. 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 Um, I had the Bengals, then I had the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah. Um, they're a very sad franchise. Every time they have someone good, they just leave. Like, uh, mm-hmm. look at uh, Panarin for the Rangers. Yeah, look at what just happened. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, sold house. The reason I didn't do them is because they're so sad that they're so they're just irrelevant. They're they're across the point where they're so bad or they're sad or they're just irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the Kings. That's why I didn't say them. I had the Kings, the Sacramento Kings. They're just so irrelevant. They've never been good. Um, they had like sweet players come through, but whenever they had the sweet players, they were never like anything crazy good. They never were like a legit contender. Um, they had Chris Webber, they had white chocolate, they had Boogie Cousins when he was in his prime. They never were good. Mm-hmm. Um, the Coyotes in Arizona, same yeah. thing. That they're, they're the reason I didn't pick them is because they're so bad, they're irrelevant. Um, and then yeah, the Bobcats. All right. Um, so your list. Uh, my list number one. The Detroit Lions, number two. The Pittsburgh Pirates, number three. Buffalo, number four. The Dallas Cowboys of recent, number five. The Knicks. Yeah, mine are number one. The Brands. Oh, Cleveland. Sorry. Mm. Number one. All Cleveland teams. Number two. The Maple Leafs. Uh, number three. The Orlando Magic. Number four. The Jets. Number five. The Clippers. All right. Well, let's take it over to our next list here. Uh, top five candies. All right, I'm excited about this one. Big candy connoisseur. Yeah, we're, um, we're two really big guys, too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, since Ryan picked first for the last draft, I'm going to pick first for this one. Um, I think this is the undisputed number one candy in the world. And all the affiliates that come with it, but Reese's. All right. Reese's. All right, that, that wasn't my number one. Uh, peanut butter and chocolate, best combination. You have the cups, you have the PCs, the uh, fast break. Yeah. The Reese's combination with Take Five is elite. Yeah, um, that's the, dude, Reese's are so good. Yeah, and then uh, uh, that they they did the big cups too. You mm-hmm. know the big cups where they put like the chocolate crunches in it, yeah. the pretzels, um, all of them are good. Like uh, the only complaint I have with Reese's is like sometimes they get melted way too fast. Yeah, and then like the bottom is all messy of the uh, cup. Yeah, um, and or sometimes when you peel the paper off and it takes a little chunk of chocolate with it. Or the weird times where you have two pieces of paper on your cup. Yeah. Where you take off one, it's like, oh, there's still there's still cup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I Reese's was my number one, but it is my, was my number two. I mean, I, I just think frozen Reese's are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is a, kind of a hot Reese's take of mine because I love Reese's. Don't get me wrong, Reese's is 
my number one is my number one, then this is this is a close number two of my entire life. It's been like that. Okay. But Breezy's, my only hot take is I don't like the eggs or the Christmas tree shaped ones. I don't know why. Yeah. I think there's too much peanut butter yeah. in those because they, they're a little thicker. So there's too much cho- uh, peanut butter. There's not a, there's so much peanut butter to chocolate. Mm-hmm. Regular cups have the perfect ra- the ratio. Yeah, oh yeah, that's I mean all the shaped mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. They give they they mess with I the agree. ratio. I do I do avoid those for the most part. I'd rather have just a regular cup and then have the egg. But like if I'm feeling Reese's and I see Oh, if I see if, if I see one of those the only option, I'm I don't, I mean I'm scarfing it down, of yeah, course. Yeah. But if I had the option between regular cups or the shaped ones, I'm going cups ten out of ten. Yeah. Uh, and also a sneak underrated. I don't know why, but sometimes I like the little bite-sized ones. The little cups, the little mini cups. Yeah. The only problem is that you have to unwrap all of them all the time. It's a lot, too. It's a lot but, of work. But those just pop in your mouth. That's the part mm-hmm. of the ratio of Reese's in my mind. If it yeah. wasn't so much work, if I just had, like, some, if I just had, like, an unwrapped bag of them, which I know they sell those, yeah. but they're not the same. Yeah. They're not the same. They're a little mm-hmm. smaller and it's a little weird. Yeah. But if they sell the exact ones I'm thinking of in the foil and the paper, mm-hmm. unwrapped, I'd scarf those down. Yeah. I think those are my favorite ones. Yeah. Um, but Reese's are great. Can't go wrong there. Can't go wrong. But uh, so my number one pick, as I was saying, the Reese's was number one. This the Reese's number two. It's like one A, one B. This has always been my favorite. Though I'm going Kit Kat. Oh, Kit Kats are my favorite. Um, there's not too many variations of Kit Kat because it's so good. But the big, the one big cat. Yeah, yeah. Those, cool. those are the best. Have you? Okay, so like when I went to Canada, they yeah. had some wild flavors for Kit Kats. I've had the strawberry ones. Have you had the mocha ones or mocha ones or whatever? The mocha. Mocha. No, not mocha. It's like the chai. No. I, I saw green tea Kit Kats when I was in Canada. Those Ugh. were bomb. Really? I went bomb. Yeah, they I've had sick. I've had a few different flavors. Yeah, they were good, but nothing to write home about. There's like a uh, Valentine's Day. There was like a pink raspberry one. Yeah, that was not that good. I saw dark chocolate strawberry at the store, and I think that'd be good. Yeah, I've had that before. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I for me it's just a regularly classic Kit Kat. Obviously, like I said the big cats, like the really big ones, are so good. Mm. Do you ever? Go um, and then I love the my but my favorite like the last one. It might just be because of Halloween candy. I love the mini ones. Kit Kats, like the little yeah. two and the little wrapper you get for Halloween. Yeah. For me, that's at the perfect ratio of Kit Kat, too. Mm-hmm. I can just unwrap and pop all those so many times. Do you ever go psycho mode and don't break the Kit Kat and just bite into it? For the mini ones. <laughs> for the two, we'll talk about Halloween. Yeah, yeah I'll do yeah. that because it's like two bites, it's like, gone. you don't even break it apart, you just chomp. But if it's an actual one, I will never. <laughs> I, I will I, never do I it do for the it, actual I one. I do it oddly a decent amount of times. Just whenever I'm in a mood. Yeah, uh, yeah no. I'm just going to eat this. Like, no, I'm... If it's a regular one, even the big cats, yeah, I'm a big fan of breaking them before I open. Okay. So I break them in the package, I open and slide them out. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it breaking and uneven or anything. I just break them in the package and slide them out and eat, pop them in. Great commercials. Great, the great slogan, great catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I that's just my favorite candy. It's always been my favorite candy. Um, like my top three is my top three. Yeah. And outside of that. I, I, you can take whatever, All right. and I'm going to get two of my top three, so I'm happy with it. Okay. Um, but the last thing about Kit Kat, I just had in my head. I forget what it was about. Um, 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 never mind then. I forget. All right. Yeah. All right. What's, what's your number two? My number two is M&M's. All right. Any kind of M&M. Yeah. Any I variation. prefer, so my favorites are, well, the OG one. I, you can't go wrong with the OG one. Sometimes, like, the originals of, like, these candy bars aren't the best or anything like that. But the OG M and M's I love. Um, I love the crispy kind. Probably Crispies that's like my that was my favorite when I was growing up and stuff. They and then nerfed the, the crispy though. 
They nerfed it, yeah. yeah when the original crispy, yeah. When it was original crispy, like yeah. then they discontinued, then they brought it back. I, I, I'm colorblind, but I think it was either blue or purple packaging the first time. Yeah. And then they gave it the pretzel before they brought back crispy. And now that was what like green or something green, like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah no. Like they're also smaller now. Yeah. Too. No, I'm I'm with the OG crispy. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think the too. peanuts. Yeah. So the classic is regular peanut. Yeah. Those both I can't go wrong. And outside of that. I mean, I I don't hate the peanut butter ones, but I think crispy and pretzel are the next two. Out. Yeah, pretzel pretzel is a great one. Pretzel so uh, underrated. So I I never buy big like the the share size of the regular M and M's, brother. But like that size, I'll go with the I'll go with the regular ones, brother. The 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 giant bags is how I got through quarantine. <laughs> I'd pop a mask yeah. on, go to sheets, grab it. I wouldn't have to worry about any snacks for months. Yeah, no, I'll I've, just I've done that. Before, I'll just too. handful a couple of M's at a time. You know, it's another new one that I fuck with though. The what? brownie. I never had the brownie, yet, but it looks so good. I would try yeah, that. It's one. good. I don't like the caramel good. that much. Caramel, they got messy. Yeah, and yeah, I wasn't a big fan of them, but they, um, they weren't bad. But yeah, M and M's are. M and M's also an all time slogan for it: melts in your mouth, not your hand. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, I love sometimes too when the last couple M and M's I have in a bag, mm-hmm. I'll toss my mouth and just hold it and let it melt in my mouth yeah. completely, and then eat it. It's a little different experience. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like a new way to enjoy them. Yeah, but my favorite type. This is going on the theme now. My favorite type of M and M's are the minis, the little tubes. Yeah, those are my favorite. Those so I'm going with. The, I, I think I'm just like a mini candy guy. Mm-hmm. But I love the tubes. When I was a kid, I used to play with the tubes after I was done with it. Um. No, yeah, I like popping open the tube and just pouring it in my mouth. It's great. All right. So M&M's. Also, a little sad, sentimental story about M&M's. My grandparents are no longer with us. Like that, my one set of grandparents, anytime I go to their house, they'd always have many packs of M&M's for me. Like, I mean, my, my cousins, they'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, like, if you're good, we'll give you M&M's. I'm like, okay. Then I'd be sitting there in front of the TV watching TV being good, and they'll come back with a little pack of M&M's. It was great. I yes. loved it. Um, all right, my number two, I'm going to go with uh, Gummy Worms slash Bears. Okay. Um, can't go wrong with that, man. Like, I prefer bears over worms. You but, do? I mean, I love fucking... It depends the on... The Haribo gummy bears yeah. are, are elite. Uh, the sour worms? Truly sour worms, yeah. Yeah, yeah those are great. Well, I'd, I'd argue those would be two separate picks. You think? If you're going sour worms and regular gummy bears, those are two separate picks. All right, well, I'll stick with If you go regular gummy bears. worms and regular gummy bears, I count that. I think that's fine. All right, well, I'll still go with the worms and bears. Okay, because I was say, I think the sour worms are a little bit different than the regular. I like the sour worms, too. All right, all right. Um, the, but yeah, I agree. They're so good. Gummy candies are my favorite, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and then my number three, um, I'm kind of limiting myself on the variation aspect here, but I'm going to go with Snickers. There's not, so, There's one variation that I think I can think of with Snickers, if it counts as candy, that's elite, is ice cream. The Snickers yeah. ice cream bar, where it's like... I don't like, think you count that. That's no, but the ones that are the actual bar with the ice cream yeah. instead oh, of the oh, filling. Okay, okay, gotcha. Like, not like the ones you get out of the tub. Yeah, Like, yeah. you can go to, like, an ice cream truck or, like, a pool snack shack. bar. And it's, like, yeah. it comes out like a Snickers bar, but then you bite into it, it has everything. Peanut but, butter squared. Yeah. That was another Snickers bar. That's good. That was a good one. Um, Once again, I don't know why. The miniatures. They do the brownie. Just pop the miniatures in the brownie Snickers, too. Oh, or it's good. like a brownie instead of the nougat, but yeah, Snick- yeah, the ice cream Again, nougat, yeah, it's elite, ice cream. Elite nougat. commercial, uh, whenever like oh, you, you know, you're hungry, you eat a Snickers. And yeah, like, you, you're not you when you're hungry. The Betty White one is great. Yeah, like just great commercials. Um, We're playing Betty White out there. Can't go wrong with a Snickers bar. Mm-hmm. But that I'll take that for number three. 
All right, my three and four. Let's see here. I had I did have Snickers on the list. That's a good one. Uh, I, I want double chocolate to start. Then I'm going to go double not chocolate. All right. I'm going to go first Sour Patch Kids. Fuck. Oh, I wanted to take them. Sour Patch Kids is my favorite non-chocolate. <laughs> it's my favorite non-chocolate by far. Yeah. Um, I like the kids. I don't really love the watermelons. but Oh, the watermelons are the best. I think the kids are better than the watermelons, but the watermelons are still good. Have you tried the new ones, the peach and grape? No. I didn't even see the they. Peach the peach are elite. When they come out, because... They're very hard to find. I saw them at Giant Eagle when I when I found them last. Yeah, cause I I've been on the dive for so long. I haven't been looking mm-hmm. at candy in so long. Um, so um, the peach ones are great, just like a peach ring, super soft, not too sour, good that's sweet. That's great. That's great. Um, the grape did not like, but like it I was like a grape, good attempt. Yeah. But I think if they just like they were so hard for me, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It like wasn't like the same consistency as like the watermelon or the peach. Yeah. It was like its own thing, and then strawberries are good. You ever see the bag of the strawberry no. sour patch? No, those geez. are great, dude. I, I see always it. at sheets. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I haven't been really looking at candy lately, so I haven't really do been seeing them. Get, get, get the big bag of those at sheets. But I can't. Just do. I'm it. on a diet, dude. Cheat days. That's that's why that's why I haven't been paying attention <laughs> to this candy. That's why I haven't. All these variations have been brand new to me because oh, I'm under the impression of watermelon and regular. But the regular, I would get at school. I'd get one of those share size packs and have those mm-hmm. sometimes. And I, I just like sour candy. Yeah. You might see a little theme here. I might have might finish off with all sours. But um but the sour patch kids I yeah, they're elite. When opinion. they added blue raspberry, that was a big day. Blue's the best. Yeah. Blue's yeah. the best. Like That's it was my always favorite. like good sour patch kids, but when they added blue, that was game changer. That's game changer. And I love one thing I like about sour candies in general. Is, I was like, when you eat a bunch of it, your tongue just gets fucked. Yeah, it's like numb. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, like, you oh. can fuck up your tongue, but you just can't stop. Yeah. Um, and also, we're talking about elite commercials. Those are elite commercials. Yeah, the little kids fucking up shit. Yeah, it's like fucking, like, uh, the one I can think of off the top of my head is like that, the girl just sneaking back in and they all like set up a bunch of alarms off, but mm. then also give her a sweater to cover up her, like, scandalous clothes. Um, all right, and then my number four, it's not a sour candy, but it has a sour variation I love is Skittles. Yeah, big Skittles guy. Sour list. Skittles though are my number one Skittles. Um, so many good variations. Too. The tropical Skittles are great. The smoothie ones aren't bad. Yeah. Bright side and dark side. Yeah, which by the way, both of these have like energy drinks with flavored, and they're they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think C four has the Sour Patch Kids. I'm pretty sure I saw a Skittles one. Yeah, there was a Skittles one. Um, um, I was not a fan of the green apple though. When they did that, that was a goddamn crime against America. Oh, I I actually. Avoid. I knew. I saw it. I didn't get it. Yeah. I said they'd be good, so I didn't. Yeah, it it was one of those things. I love the grape. I love the lemon, and the strawberry, orange was all right, mm. but like you know, I'll take it. But like, I used to love the lime ones, and then they took it away, and I was like, when I got cravings for the yellow and grape, I would still go for them. But man, I missed the lime ones, mm. and when they brought them back, like that apology, I felt like that was directed to me. <laughs> when they came out, they're like, "Yeah, we're sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah, we're sorry. We're sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 off." Right now, I'm looking at my list. Reese's is my number two on my list. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I have the rest of my top five still. Okay. Like okay. the other, these are the rest of the top five for me. All right. It's great. All right. Um, my number four. Uh, I feel like I'm leaving a big one off here. Ah, uh, but yeah. We're. I mean, there's something. I'm gonna go with Starburst. But. What. Uh, that's not what you're going to say. No, no, it's a Starburst. I, so mean, I have Starburst on my list, but I had specifically the pink ones. 
I mean, yeah, the pink the ones are the best. Are, the pink ones are the best, but like, I love the lemon ones. I know people don't like the lemon ones, but I love the lemon one. I don't I actually don't hate the lemon ones. I'd say my favorite goes pink, then red, then yellow. I go pink, yellow, then red, then orange. Yeah, I don't like orange that much. Orange, yeah, orange is a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have like the variations. You have the tropical starburst. Um, then they like went and did minis and shit, and like I just saw one. It was like Star- Starburst airs. Yeah, those weren't great, but yeah, it's a good attempt. Um, Starburst are great though. The flavor is just fantastic mm-hmm. for the pig. Can't go wrong. Absolutely, and also all time commercials. Mm-hmm. How do you think they get all this juiciness? <laughs> oh my god, we were talking about commercials. I totally missed. I totally missed big on this talking about the Skittles, fucking berries and cream, lad oh, guy. That's an all time commercial. It's not my favorite commercial ever. But sorry, continue with Starburst. Um, no, that's all I got for Starburst, really. That's number four. Yeah, I had that on the list. Um, I don't know if this is legal, but I'm going to go with, uh, any type of, uh, pot candy. Edibles? Yeah. I mean... Is this legal? You're just picking weed. I mean, kinda. Yeah, it's not allowed. It's not allowed. Top five candies. I'm going to take weed. <laughs> no. I mean, like, yeah, you have your variations. You know, you have, like, you know, pot sour patch kids or something. Yeah, but all you're doing is picking, like, stuff we already picked. Like, what, all right, a, all right. No, like a pot of uh, Reese's know, Cup. I didn't know if you'd allow it or not. I, I, I veto because literally you're, you're basically talk, drafting. You're flag? Yeah, you're, you're, you're literally drafting weed as a top five candy. All right, all right. That's fine. Um. All right, well, then I'll go to my... Uh, Alternate here, uh, Hershey specifically the cookies and cream. Okay, all right. I I had Hershey specifically kisses. I love Hershey kisses. Well, I mean, I'm gonna take all of Hershey's. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. More specifically the cookies and cream. Um, great candy bar, man. Mm. Like, I mean, Hershey's like overall like it is a bit overrated for like the standard bar, but I mean like I don't know like when you throw the peanuts in them or the almonds, like that's a great candy bar. Almonds are slept on for a candy bar. Very. The the Hershey almonds is great. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, uh, when I get that on Halloween stuff, my dad was like, oh, I'll take that from you. But yeah. I now, I, as I go over, I was like, nah, I kind of like the roasted almonds. But the cook, the cookies and cream, man, just, it tastes like a little Oreo. Like yeah, see, Oreo. I, originally, originally, look, now, we'll say it's not my time. Originally, I uh, didn't like the cookies and cream before I even had it because I was like, dude. I don't know. This doesn't look good. <laughs> no, it looks too good. Where I don't think it's gonna be good, and then mm-hmm. I had it. I thought like, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I actually have right now a um, a protein bar on my desk at work mm-hmm. that's cookies and cream. But it looks just like the Hershey cookies and cream bar. Nice, nice. But it's not Hershey brand. But yeah, yeah. It's, right. it's like Quest or something. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's a good pick. Very classic. Uh, and I said it doesn't go sour for the rest. So I'm going back to chocolate because mm-hmm. I did realize. My list one: Kit Kat, Reese's, M and M, Sour Patch, at Skittles. I had Reese's. That's what I'm saying. Like oh, my oh, list, okay. I made. I what I do is my list. I rank them all. So I used to go down my list usually. Yeah, yeah. But besides you taking Reese's, the rest of my top order has been untouched. So I'm just gonna keep going in order. All right. And I'm going bunch of crunch. So I'll give you just crunch. Definitely yeah. crunch. Yeah. But specifically, Underrated. My favorite is the bunch of crunch. I like it better than yeah, the bar. That's good. That's I like it better than the bar. Top tier movie candy. That's my number one movie candy. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, that's why I kind of want Bunch of Crunch, not Crunch. Okay, I mean, I'll put Bunch of Crunch, but also it's affiliates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm going, yeah, Bunch of Crunch is my number one for that. Right. And it's my number one movie snack. I like it way better than the bar, because I think the bar gives you, the, the Bunch of Crunch gives you just enough 
rice crunch with chocolate than mm-hmm. the bar does. The bar gives you too much chocolate. And the chocolate's not even good chocolate because Nestle's chocolate isn't the best. It's Hershey's the best chocolate. But mm-hmm. the way they just do bunch of crunch is just perfect. I think crunch would have been more successful if they had sectional pieces to their uh Yeah. To their bar. See, but their bar looks good. When you unwrap yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. says crunch right it's across, nice. that's yeah, sick. It's good. But um I'm gonna throw in kind of backtracking for you for M and M's. Their chocolate bar is absolute fire. Amazing. It's the best Amazing. Thing ever. It's like, so good. I try I, I like saw it, I was like, that has to be good. Like, you can't tell me that's going to be bad at all. And I tried it. I was like, this is the best chocolate bar I've had. It's so good. <laughs> if you haven't tried it, go out there and get one of the fucking M&M chocolate bars. So good. Um, yeah, it's so it was, it's Yeah, I just wanted to backtrack good. for you on that one. No, I, 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 thank you, because I didn't even think about mm-hmm. that. No, that, that, those bars are so good. Um, honorable mentions. Also, M&M cookies are so good, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'd count that for candy. Though. I would, but I'm just saying it's, yeah. M&M's being used in a different way that's also mm-hmm. really good. Um, all right, so I'm going to go with uh, honorable mentions for me. Laffy Taffy. Yeah. I like Laffy Taffy. Yep. Tootsie Pops. Yep. Also Tootsie Rolls. I mean, if we're going to include them all. One, two, three. I like the Fruity Tootie like, ones. Really. Yeah, yeah. The lime, I, they're called Fruity Tooties. Yeah. The, the strawberry vanilla, one's really good. The vanilla one, too. Yeah. No, those ones are really good. Mm. I like the regular Tootsie Rolls, but Tootsie Rolls for me has a weird shelf life where it gets too hard you're done yeah yeah it's you have to get it right at the good time yeah you have to get them soft mm-hmm. if they're not soft then they're trash um also nerds rope nerds rope is great and i just thought of this one when you were talking nestle but the wonder balls yeah remember those pokemon ones where pokemon you have like all the toys in the middle of them yeah there's pokemon ones for a while they're so yeah. good mm-hmm. wonder balls they're those so good sick. yeah blast from the past nostalgia there mm-hmm. all right that's oh. my honorable mentions anything for you yeah so i got uh I had nerds. He's a nerd drove out nerds. The shrimp nerds. Um, what's that one? I can't remember the name. I feel like looking it up. Is it the Drop Pops? Juicy uh, Drop Pops. Juicy Drop Pops. Drop Pops yeah. Those were so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the Push Pops were great. Yeah. Um, I loved, I was a big fan of the Blow Pops. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Blow Pops. Jolly Ranchers. I had Butterfingers. Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks are good. They're they're more fun than good, but they're mm-hmm. sweet. Did you ever do the uh, Pop Rocks shot at Jack's in Southside? No. It's called The Party in My Mouth. And it's like a watermelon shot, and then yeah. you chase it with... Uh, they have another shot glass full of uh, watermelon Pop Rocks. So you take the shot and chase a Pop Rock, and you're sick. just sitting there and just popping your mouth. It's so sick. That's good. Um, Swedish Fish. Yeah, yeah. And then that's it, Warheads? No. Warheads was going to be my last pick with the Sours. Okay. Warheads... Are insanely amazing because it's I'm not like a big warheads guy. you throw yourself through torture mm. for thirty seconds, and then whenever it, the sour goes away, it's just like a really nice sweet candy. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I I was a big warheads guy. I don't know why. Me and my brother are really big warheads guys. Yeah. Um. So yeah. The everlasting everlasting gobstoppers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so I had my uh, friend. I had my friend uh, at work cam. I asked him before to see like, oh, what was yours. And he, he calls it the uh, gay bacon. Uh, me and I got, I got, I got great school friends call it the gay bacon because he always has this thing. It's the um, Airhead Extreme Ropes. <laughs> <laughs> the rainbow or sour ropes. We call it the gay bacon. That's funny. Yeah. Airheads are good too. Airheads are good, but same thing with like Tootsie Pops. I feel like sometimes it gets really hard and it sucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if it's not crazy hard, then we're fine. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um... So my top five, number one, Reese's, number two, Gummy Worms slash Bears. Number th- can I just get Sours, too, since you didn't take them? What? For the Worms. 
Yeah, but I, just, I don't know. I mean, you can, but I just don't think they go together. But. All right. No, good, 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 good. Then, Snick- I just think, Snickers 3, number 4, Starburst, number 5, Hookie. I would be, I'd be more three. comfortable with if you give me the sours if you took off bears. Okay. Gummy worms I, and I sour worms. I can do that. Because if you have gummy worms, sour worms, and gummy bears, yeah. that's like your fish. But do I much. get alterations? Even though the bears and the worms are the same. Yeah. But do I get alterations of the gummy worm, like... The gummy octopus sours. Or, yeah. Okay, I'll take that's that's a good deal. gummy shark. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like more comfortable than gummy bears. I feel like the Haribo gummy bears are its own league. Okay. All right, fine. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt your. No, no, you're good. I, I so what was it? Can you do it one time? Uh, number one Reese's, number two gummy worms, number three Snickers, number four Starburst, number five Hershey's cookies and cream specifically. All right, and then mine are number one Kit Kat, number two M and M's. Number three, Sour Patch Kids. Number four, Skittles. Number five, Nestle Crunch. Crunch, more specifically, Budget Crunch. All right. Good shit. Good shit. Yes, sir. Um, all right. Well, with that, then, let's take it over to pop culture. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the General's Palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. Let's get into some pop culture, baby. Are you doing on this? Uh, I gotta bring that back. I know, but it was like it was like you open your can when I hit record. Like it looked yeah. like you had a hand on ready, then you start talking and you opened it. So I thought you were about to do like a chew on this with the pop culture. But uh, we'll start out with movies. Um, leading off, so we got a first look at my girl Anna de Armas as Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. in Netflix's NC-17 biopic Blonde. Nice. I, I think it's be Oscar mom. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I mean, mean, I'm I'm biased. It's at least, at least Oscar bait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know, man. I could, I could see it. Like a super hot Hollywood it girl does Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Like that's like super. Yeah, it'll like, probably Oscar get a shit bait. ton of views, man. Oh, absolutely. It'll probably be one of the bigger movies to hit Netflix. Um, and then Knives Out Two is officially titled Glass Onion. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like you have to, have to wait and see what it's about. Because Knives Out really didn't... Did it really reflect anything that happened in the movie? Just the knife symbolism of the whole thing? Yeah. Like that arch and stuff? Yeah. But like, nothing Cause, really... Because the murder wasn't with the knife. No. It's poison. Yeah. So, I don't know. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> if you haven't seen a two-year-old movie. Oh, yeah. Um... And then, so, we have more information on The Joker 2, uh, the sequel to Todd Phillips' Joker. Uh, apparently, there's some speculation it's going to be a musical. I don't know. I'm, I'm calling Cap. I'm calling I'm Cap. I'm calling Cap and calling Cap on your next headline, too. Um, they are also looking to cast Lady Gaga for Harley I don't Lane. think that's happening, either. I think that'd be sick, though. But it also, if they get Lady Gaga for Harley Quinn, I think it's most definitely going to be a musical. Mm-hmm. But I do think Lady Gaga would be a sick Harley Quinn. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like. I don't want a sequel for this, for this and I don't want this to be mm-hmm. a big bring on other characters. Yeah, true. Like I thought it was. I fine think Harley Quinn's was. a good enough one to bring in, though. Yeah, but the, now they're building like a Joker verse while there's being the Batman verse while there's yeah. this going on. I, I I thought this movie was great open ended at the end. I don't want to, I I honestly I think it's more of a, I just don't want a sequel. I thought of it as like a standalone great Oscar nom movie. Oh, this is Hollywood, baby. You can't just have a one movie be successful and do nothing with it. It was gonna suck. This next one's gonna suck so bad. 
I'm not sure. Hollywood loves to just fucking milk the cow dry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at Avatar. They didn't even come out with the second Avatar. And there you have like five lined up. And they up. have five lined up. Ugh. But it's just going to be Avatar on water. Like, that's it. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very anti that as well. Um, then Taika Waititi revealed that his new Star Wars movies will be expanding the universe and moving away from the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. Happy about that. I think Disney just needs to move away from this shit. I'm make yeah, their own this. stories, develop their own characters, maybe go into like the Knights of the Old Republic stuff. Which I, was, um, I thought that was a plan for a while, but mm-hmm, with but then D&D. Like backtracked on it. Yeah, it was with the people from Game of Thrones, and after Game of Thrones Season 8 sucked, they canned it. Yeah, but like, still do it. Yeah. Just get different people. Um, but I think... No, I think. Um, I'm pretty sure that Michael Waldron's re- helping Psycho TD write this. Uh, okay. That's the guy who wrote Loki and yeah. Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And he's really good friends with Lights, Camera, Barstool, and uh, Barstool people. He's really good friends with him. So they're going to get, like, early shows. Yeah, well, they're talking about it, apparently, on My Mom's Basement with Robbie Fox and Clem. And he talked a lot about, like, George Banks, Jar Jar's dad. (laughs) (laughs) And he was talking about how he did a lot of research into the expanded universe, like, Legends, like, comics. Uh, So where he put a bunch of random shit like that out. Yeah. And then he was on Lights, Camera, Barstool, like, the next uh, week. And they barely even talked about. It. They they touched on it at the end, mm-hmm. but he was on the entire time because they're so cool. He just did a uh, a what if with sports scenarios draft. Okay. So he did like a what if uh, Melo got drafted to buy the Pistons and not Milicic. What if yeah. this person got traded here? What if Bledsoe never got hurt and Tom Brady never got started? Damn. Yeah, it's like they they, they did That'd a bunch of shows like that. Yeah. yeah, so that's a good that's a that's a plug for that. Just go listen to that. But at the end, they start talking about it a little bit, and he said it's been fun like working on and stuff like that. He's a big Star Wars guy, so that just makes me trust it that like Taika TD seems like he likes all this stuff, mm-hmm. and the fact that the head writer is gonna like really into Star Wars and like a really big fan and like deep cuts. I think it's gonna be good. I hope so. I hope so. So you gotta get Star Wars fans to run Star Wars shit, then you're mm-hmm. gonna get good Star Wars stuff. Um, and then the only other thing I had was Spider Verse Two is gonna be featuring the villain Spot. Yeah, I saw shit about this. I actually never looked into spots. I don't know who he is. I, I was so going to, but he essentially has a bunch of spots on him that he throws out, and they are portals. For multiverse stuff. See, I think that's what they'll do in the movie, but I think in the comics it was more, like, between, like, you know, like, if Spider-Man threw a web at this wall, he would throw a portal there, and the web would hit Spider-Man in the face from another angle. Yeah, okay. Kind of like that, but I like think, sling ring, I sling think they'll make portals. it multiversal related. Or it's like sling ring portals. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll make it more multiversal related in this movie, or give it some type of, like, power-up where it becomes that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a good move. I think it's a good move for the uh, storyline there, as mm-hmm. long as it makes sense. In the book. Yeah, I'm down. And like I said, I think they'll make it a multiverse portals to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Side note, I'm talking about the basketball real quick. Uh, so the... Warriors are up big on the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And I think I said during the finals talk, I don't know if it did, the Celtics' biggest problem is turnovers. They just popped up on the screen. 11 turnovers this half, oh. tied with the Moses playoff run. Oh, so that's what's killing them. It's literally, they, just got, they, they turned the ball over too much. Turnovers this quarter, 8 to Golden State's 2. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, but that was all I had for movies, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to toss in? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, that Hustle movie is really good. You saw it? The Sandler basketball movie. Okay. okay. That's, it's very good and I highly recommend it. Okay. By very good, I'd probably give it a 75 out of 100. Yeah, yeah. Like a mid-7th. Seven, worth the watch, seventh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's worth the watch. I'll probably watch it again at some point in my life mm-hmm. and it's the point where I recommend it. Yeah. It's not like, 
the best basketball movie ever. Yeah, yeah it yeah. might be though. I don't really know. I mean, it's it, it's really good, really good story. Um, that Hernandez Gomez uh, is a better actor than he is a ball player. Okay. Um, Sandler's great. I heard there's a ton of cameos too. Oh, there's so many cameos. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of the main, the main, like one of the main villains for the main character, like the other. So the, I would say I said. This to someone, if this was a my career storyline, it'd be the best storyline of my career. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's like you're you're Just an undiscovered. Write those. Yeah, you're an undiscovered guy in Spain, and then you get pulled over by an agent. All this crazy shit happens, and you you have a rival, and he has a rival in three different like in the, at combine, before the combine, and in the league. And it's um Anthony Edwards playing a character that's not Anthony Edwards. <laughs> it's just him acting like another guy named Kermit Wilkes or something like that. Okay. And um, like they, Adam Sandler's funny in it. Yeah. Like, he actually, it's a serious movie, mm. but he cracks a lot of funny jokes in it. All right. Um, yeah, there's an all the time. I before I watch the movie, I watch one clip with Anthony Edwards, um, trying to get in the head of the main character, mm. and he's just like, "Is that your daughter over there?" Oh, I'll be a really good stepdad. Like, winking at him. Like, all this crazy shit and tries to get him to, like, egg him on. It's great. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'll probably have, I'll probably wait until, like, a lot of these shows are done because there's so many shows out right now that I'm going through, too. Yeah. But, but I mean, I'll if you... definitely check you it out. You also... It's one of the... It's, like, two hours. I popped it on out to the gym and came home and finished it. Okay. It's an easy watch, too. You can do that. I can't do that. What? I can't, like, pop on a movie, stop it, do something else, and then come back and finish the movie. Um, so if it's a movie I've seen before, I can stop yeah. it m- m- like hours, yeah, days true. apart. Yeah. But with that, I stopped. I I stopped it. I mean, I stopped it for ten minutes. Ah, okay. Like I, I was at the gym. I was doing cardio. I was, I was watching, watching the, the first half oh, hour at okay. the gym. God, and I I turned it off. What in my car? Drove home and finished it at my house. I thought you were saying I watched some of it, then went to stopped it, went to the gym. Oh no, yeah. I started it at the gym. I was like, you're crazy. I started when I was doing cardio because I, I have to like distract myself during cardio to make yeah. me go longer. Mm-hmm. So I watched like forty minutes on the elliptical, okay. and then went home. Popped it on, paused it, took a shower, finished it. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's take it over to TV. Um, which show do you want to unpack first? So I I didn't watch Boys or Miss Marvel. Okay. So Kenobi it is. Yeah. I, I, the Damn. boys. What? Oh, just Kenobi. Oh, Marvel. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to say about the boys. I, I want to watch the boys. I just, I've been, I can't tell Chelsea. She doesn't listen, so I can say this out loud. I wanted to rewatch Harry Potter movies forever. Yeah. She said, I want to watch them. I never saw them before. So we started watching them, but it, sometimes it's weeks between movies. And so it was fine for the first two, because yeah, yeah. those don't really matter. And then my favorite, one of my favorites is Prisoner of Azkaban. We watched Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-mm. And they said, all right, that's good. And then like next time we hang out, we can watch the next one. Or maybe we wait till September we go to California. And I can't do that. So I, I've been watching the rest of the Harry Potters without her. Uh, so I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the last one. Uh, okay. So I've been watching that all week gotcha. instead of watching catching up on the show. So that's okay. why I didn't, I didn't watch Boys. Gotcha. But anyway, it's Kenobi. Oh my god. It was so, so good. Everyone that was against the show that was complaining about yeah, there was no flashbacks. We don't see any of like Vader like much and boom. Here you go. Yeah, how about you just wait, you impatient fox? <laughs> yeah. And then then people now I'm seeing people saying they like Rava, which I'm saying I like her. She has potential to suck, but I I think I said on the pod, like She's probably gonna be there's probably gonna be a sweet storyline with her and this this kind of topped it off. I'm not big on her still. I I, I like her. I still like her. Yeah. And I, mean, I and I did see a lot of people coming back around on her. It, you can't explain this since she was kinda 
pursuing Vader, not really Kenobi, mm-hmm. that that's why she was maybe like that's why she was taking her grand old time pursuing him on the rooftops, mm-hmm. like flipping around and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, yeah I, that scene still sucks. Yeah. Um, but like, so first of all, the flashback that was great because. When it kept flashing back and forth, it paralleled what was happening in the actual episode. Mm, yeah. That yeah, was they great. Did, they did well with the flashbacks. And, like, making that whole duel with him and, like, Obi-Wan and Anakin, like, relating to, like, what's going on in the actual, like, uh, storming of this uh, rebel. Well, that's what, that's what I meant. That's, what, yeah, I just, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant when I said that a second ago. Okay, gotcha. Like, like, that, like that scene, it kept going back and forth and whatever he was, like, talking about in the little duel with Anakin, mm-hmm. flash forward to, like, the present time of Kenobi is, like, parallel was actually yeah. happening in that little storming thing, yeah. Um, Ooh, that, that was before the Rebels. That was, like, the, one of the first Rebel things. The so, path, the two, path. two things I was, like, hopeful for, but they didn't do, but I think, it, I don't know, I, maybe it could have done better. Um, one, I think they could have de-aged Anakin a little bit better for the flashback. I agree. I think they have the technology. It's Disney had money. They did good, but, like, he still, like, looked a little bit older, like, too old for comparing him to the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at least give him the longer hair, maybe, like, in episode three, like, before episode three. Yeah. So maybe that would have made it more clear. Okay, he's older here. Like, that makes Mm -hmm. a little bit of sense. Um, Yeah, but this was... He just looked a little bit too old. That was This was pre-Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Which he should have way de-aged way more. Like, yeah, like, pre... Like, teenage. Yeah. Because um, this is, yeah, it's, it's tactical cleanse before tactical cleanse. Yeah, like the, the blue, DH, first blue lights. Yeah, they DH Ian McGregor great. Yeah, but, he um, looks identical to what he was in tactical cleanse. Yeah, and then they just like kind of whiffed on Anakin. So mm. I was like, I feel like he could have done better there. But I still like the scene. Yeah, me too. Me too. 100%. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, I so I was worried in the moment, but I fact checked it and I was like, okay, they're good. But whenever they showed the scene of Anakin killing the younglings, um, I wanted. I thought he had yellow eyes in that scene in the movie. He didn't. He didn't. He did. He didn't. Did. Did. I oh, looked up. Oh, I thought he did. No, he didn't. I looked it up. He didn't have the yellow eyes yet. But I think that could have been like something cool to put in. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like him, him kills getting, someone. His eyes turn yellow. Yeah, like blinks or something. His eyes mm-hmm. turn yellow. I think that would have been a sweet move. Because he did it during the fight with Obi Wan. Right? Yeah, because he did once he got the Mus- Mustafar. Yeah. But he didn't like whenever he was like Master Master Skywalker. What are we gonna do? There's too many mm-hmm. of them. He didn't have the yellow eyes that. So yeah. I was like, because that happened, I was like, dude, where the fuck are the yellow eyes? Yeah. Like, that's a whiff. Like, I when I looked at the scene, I actually YouTube the scene, and uh, they didn't have the eyes. Yeah, that would have been a big whiff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Love the scene of Vader stopping the ship. Great. That was a Fantastic. I was kind of... I was kind of hoping when he ripped off the door originally, Obi-Wan was there. Yeah, just him standing there. And the like, nice lightsaber. That was another thing, too. Like, whenever they were, like, he was going to talk to Reva... And he like, he like put down his lightsaber. I was like, dude, like don't just like go fight Vader without a lightsaber or something. Like, yeah. I was worried. I was like, don't tell me he's gonna go to fight Vader without a lightsaber and do some cheeky shit and mm. you know get away. I was like, I need like a lightsaber fight that's better than what we had in Episode Three. Yeah. That was just me. That's sweet. But episode three, great episode, episode three of the series, just so people were at home. Oh yeah. yeah. No, you don't mean the movie Episode Three because that's the great. Yeah. Lightsaber battle, mm-hmm. um, and the scene with him fighting Reva, Vader. Yeah, I'm like he's just dicked her. Just yeah. <laughs> he was playing with her. Just like Big Brother. That just was like, so sick. Yeah, like that whole like lifting up and moving her to the side, and like he just tosses her the broken lightsaber hilt. Uh huh. I was like, here, like try. 
See yeah. what you can do. No, absolutely. <laughs> Dude, Daddy Vader just coming in and wrecking shit up. Daddy Vader. Daddy Vader. <laughs> um, so yeah, episode six should be good. I think overall, it's probably, well, I don't know, between the Star Wars shows, it's probably going to be one of the better ones by the mm-hmm. end of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it has, it, it's all dependent on episode six, six and landing. Mm. But if I'm talking in terms of what Disney put out, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. I'll have to wait till episode six to see how they wrap it all up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what you comparing? I mean, like... Like the sequel, Mando, Mando, oh. and like everything Disney put out. Okay. Han Solo, Rebels. Rebels is technically Disney. Bro. True. Clone Wars wasn't put. Yeah. Um, Bad Batch. Another um, thing, I can't, I can't wait till this last episode whenever they show Qui Gon. They're doing. It. So. If they, they don't do it, if they don't do it, I'm or a voice, or a voice, at least a, a voice, voice, at least, at least a voice. Give me Liam Neeson's voice. That's yeah. all I need. Um, it has to. The other thing too, I kind of thought about this. I don't know if it relates to the show really. I feel like Disney's biggest blunder with the Star Wars franchise is their use of the droids. Yeah, I, they treat droids like toys, which obviously... But they humanize them too, which that's fine. But I, my issue with them and the droids is like, I feel like their timeline with the droids, like that sometimes they're super sick, like totally decked out droids that should kill any Jedi. And then they're like shitty ass droids that like... I don't know, like, I feel like the funding, I don't know, I feel like everything in episode 7, 8, and 9 should have been, like, crazy droids that should have been able to kill anything. But they never really used droids. You know, sequels? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't use droids at all. They yeah. had BB-8. Like, B- like, BB-8's the best new age droid we have. Like, that type of droid with the fucking ball. Yeah. I don't know. Look at Manda, they had the fucking Death Trooper things. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, droids. where's, like, that shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like... I feel like they just sometimes get like really awesome droids, and then other times they don't. But, yeah, why like, they stop? Wise, why they stop using the droids with the force fields? Yeah, like why would it? Why called, would they? Uh, like why would the Empire stop making these droids? Yeah, it's ex- total like mm-hmm. uh, expendable fucking troops. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's just my thought. Yeah, I, I kind of thought about that with the one droid that kind of like went down defending the Sand Sister, the yeah the Dornish. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actual name. Talia in the show. Tala, yeah. Tala in the show. Mm-hmm. And Kenobi show. But, I don't know. I, I did like that droid, though. I did. Time. He didn't say a word. I loved He didn't it. say a word, but I loved him. Yeah, fuck Lola. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't big on her. And then, okay. So Vader didn't know that Rava knew of him being Anakin, or did he? It seemed like he did. It seemed like he did. He called him a youngling. She, she, she know, you know. Now, this is just me kind of being like a pet, like a douche, but like, I feel like in the comics and like all the expanded stories, anytime he knew that somebody knew he was Anakin, he slaughtered the fuck out of them. Mm-hmm. He killed them instantly. And like, why let this one go? I don't well, know. No, he stabbed her with two lightsabers. Yeah, she yeah, just happened like, to she live. also got to this point. From a young yeah, one moving up in the well, ranks. Well, probably because he knew that she's gonna bring him to Kenobi. I mean, he probably let him go. Do, so she do you think Kenobi. she would have brought him to Kenobi better than anybody else would? Better than he did. He mm. got her. She got him. I guess. I don't know. Um, and I don't know what she's gonna do. With this information about the son on Tatooine and kind of how they left her story right now. Yeah. If she does some 
dickery, some bullshit. She's going to. I'm going to hate her. I'm going to really hate her. Yeah. But if she, like, sounds the how they're gonna... the boy, then I'm all right. I can see... Actually, I can't see. I don't know what they're going to do. Because it has to be one more Kenobi Vader thing. Yeah. And there, there also can be her running into Tatooine. So I was going to say that maybe they'll do... Vader Kenobi will fair, square off. Kenobi thinks he's in the clear. I... Then he gets back to Tatooine. And Rayba's there with Owen. I saw a thing on TikTok, which I don't know how much credibility it has. Um, but I saw something that... It was like a post where somebody showed that the last episode's an hour and a half. That'd be cool. That'd be nuts. Yeah. But I also don't know. I was trying to look on IMDb to see if I could figure it out, but I'm not seeing anything yet. But if it's an hour and a half, I'm all in. Yeah, if it's an hour and a half, I can't wait. But if it's like um, if it's like 40 minutes, I'm going to be like, yeah, okay. Whatever. 40 minutes, they're going to be able to do everything they need to do. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's all for, I have for Kenobi. Anything you want to toss in? Nope, that's it. All right. Um, I'll just loosely cover the other two. Miss um, Marvel... Still good. Still good. Not great. Still good. A um, couple of scenes, like, cringy, but, you know, it's for the target audience, so it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, like I said before, last week, I'm probably not going to watch it again until it's over. Mm-hmm. Just watch them all. Um, I don't want to go week to week with it. it. It's still it's still holding true. Still love Kamala's dad. He's the, he's the elite character for me right now. But that's about it. Um... And then The Boys, the new episode. I mean, I'm not going to say much about this, but it was awesome. Uh, really good episode. So there's the next two episodes are going to be very different from one another. I think I saw the next episode is going to be the musical one. Which uh, I can't wait for that. It looks dope. It could be good. It could be dope. But if they do too much musical, I'm going to be like, the boys. It's the boys. Yeah. They're going to do yeah. a perfect amount of musical. If they do a good amount, I'm happy with it. But if they do too much, I'm going to be upset. But the next one, that's going to be the hero gasm. Mm. The episode six. That's going to be the one that. So goes musical. You thought the guy crawling inside a dude's dick was weird. Mm-hmm. You wait till hero gasm episode six. That's going to be a whole bunch of weird for like an hour. <laughs> that's going to be nasty. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I wanted to do for the TV. Um, I also heard they're doing a, a spinoff for the boys. Live action. Uh, it's a, I, I guess it's about college heroes, and it's called Varsity. That's pretty sweet. Which I could be cool. I, I'd have to see some footage for it, but should be good. I trust the universe and the creators. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for TV. Anything you want to put in there? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I, I saw a commercial tonight, for time. Hulu's, I don't know if it's a docuseries or a documentary. I think it's a docuseries. Mm-hmm. The real story behind the Lakers, not legacy. <laughs> it's like who was releasing like they've been doing that with streaming, but it's like oh, let's do something like that, but like different. different. Yeah, oh, um, like Apple Apple TV did a magic documentary. Yeah, uh, I did see that. Um, as far as my anime career, I started a new one, which I know you won't care, but it's My Hero Academia. I don't care. I I think you that's one you might fuck with though. It's essentially superheroes, but anime. Alright, no, no interest. No interest. <laughs> Alright, let's take it over to music. Jams of the week this week. Uh, some, some good shit, some good shit here. I, I fuck with uh, a few of these songs. Um, let me get the Talking Dirty Jams playlist pulled up, which you also can pull up 
uh, at your own leisure um, if you go on Spotify. Um, so I have, let me see, what do I want to go first? Live Fast, Die Numb with Ian Dior. And then I got, so this is probably one you're going to hear. This is probably the new white girl anthem. Uh, it's called Girls with like three R's instead of I-R. Um, and it's by Lizzo. Uh. Yeah, you're going to be in McFadden's. And someone's gonna play this, and you're gonna see all the Beckys hop up on the table dancing this shit. Where my girls at? Oh, oh. oh yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be annoying. Uh, then Halsey dropped a new song, so good. I'm I'm indifferent on it, but I'll play it. See what you guys think. Then I got Do What I Want by Kid Cudi. <laughs> Classic Cudi vibes though, for real. Kind of like Man on the Moon vibes, so I, I kind of fuck with that. Um, but these are the these are the big bops here. So these are the top three that I think you're gonna go with. Um, so I'll let you choose from these three. Uh, this Fronto with Juicy J and Pierre Bourne, which I think you heard you a little bit of. Classic, classic Juicy J. That's great. Um, and then I have Numb by Marshmallow and Khalid. You know, nothing like too crazy. Uh, but this is the one I, I think this is gonna be a jam of the week. It's uh, Betty, parentheses, Get Money by Young Gravy. Mm. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I heard this song. I do like it. <laughs> yeah, I heard this song last week, and I love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, what was it when it came out on Friday, right? Yeah, it came I, out on Friday. I think I was listening to it on Saturday. <laughs> uh, I like that song. That's a lot. hilarious. The, the Rick Roll sample. Mm-hmm. Never gonna give you a fantastic. Dude, he, he's announced a world tour. Young Gravy. I would go to that honestly. Yeah, well, maybe in Europe cross. right now, but oh, he's a beast. All uh, right, your jam of the week, Betty. By Young Gravy. That's a banger. Banger. Absolute banger. Go check that out on the Talking Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify. And with that, Ryan, take it away with the closing statements. Another week in the books. Koozie, $7 a piece. Warm hands full um, of beer. What's up, what's up with Salter ranking or Talking Dirty number two? Oh, he ranked it two? In his koozie collection. Yeah, that was kind of fucked up. Hey, we're promoting these talking to your koozies. What do you think about him? <laughs> yeah, let's make him number two. Like, he's he put on him the behind... talking dirty play on the podcast. And well, he's like, yeah, number two. He said his number one was the original Dirty J Sports. Yeah, it's like, dude. Like, but, but we're promoting not the original. We don't have the originals anymore to sell. Yeah. So we want you to promote the, the new one. Exactly. That's funny. Um, also, thank you to Ken for this painting. 412 Yeah. Is that um, it? Is that it? Do, do, we, do we go ahead and early call 784, this? 784. Do we early call this game? No, don't jinx it again, dude. <laughs> don't jinx it again. It's looking bad. Dude, that's how they lost game no, one. You jinxed it. No, no, no. It was like this exact situation. It's, it's still, game seven's still on the on the table here for the Celtics. Yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah, I, I thought Horford was going to nail that, and I was going to look at you, dude. <laughs> it was 20, then you, now it's 16. All right, two chains line of the week. Got the paint on me, and I got got it in the stash. Bought my shooter Neosporin. His index finger got a rash. True. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, see you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you of my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right girl Wrong time Baby you could have been my lady Making me all hazy You really have me going on that night But even though I like your state of mind Right girl Wrong time some time has passed The days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go Even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind These things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky Do you know what I'm saying? Dance
dance all night to the beat, beat, beat. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat.